Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, it's a little fame, all right, however, on this Monday. However, ladies and gentlemen, February the 27th, 2016, the late, great David Bowie, who we lost a year ago at this time, playing one of his earlier hits, however, from the 1980s, from 1981's fame, if you will. And it is Raw Radio time once again, ladies and gentlemen. 1-724-444-7044, caller ID number 138744-POUND. As always, however, we are here to talk to you for the next two hours or so here with a little fame in mind, however. And let's introduce the drummers and the lead singers of the group. First off, my drummer on the sidekick, however, on the kickstand, if you will, known on the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? Good. And, of course, I am your host, the 
voice of the vocals, if you will, the ice manager, DiGirolamo, ladies and gentlemen, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. we got a lot to talk about this afternoon, so we're ready to go. We hope uh, to expect some surprise guests today, including the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the true first lady of wrestling. We also hope to have Gerard T. King, NWO Smith, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, also the Heartbreak Kid, Fonte, and who else will stop by? We don't know yet, but that's just a sample of what we're going to be having for you this afternoon. So let's get into the news right now. Of course, we just want to Thank our good friend, the other first lady of wrestling, if you will, one half of the six-person duo, along with Michelle Lindotts, and, of course, none other than the Rush, Ronda Rush, right, if you will, the last kicker herself, Amberie Rickenbach, for bringing this story to my attention just an hour ago. We heard today, however, the WWE has announced another Hall of Famer, believe it or not, and they will announce it, I'm sure, tonight or next week in Chicago, but I'm sure they'll announce it tonight with them being in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which is where tonight's Monday Night Raw will be in the Badger State, if you will, which, of course, is the site of this Sunday's Fastlane pay-per-view in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at the Bradley Center, if you will. Excuse me. As a result, we understand that today, however, thanks to Ann's uh, uh, inside knowledge in finding this out for me, before we went on the air today, we found out that today the glam is on. Yes, folks, Beth Phoenix will be going into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2017 this year, as she found out the honor just a short time ago. John, your thoughts about Beth Phoenix going into the Hall of Fame this year? I like it. Yes, I would too. A lot of people are saying that uh, China, Joni Lauer, who we lost a year ago, was deserving this year. Uh, there has been some personal issues, I know, over the years with management and her. I think this year they're going to hold her out. However, just as a precaution, maybe you never know. Maybe they weren't ready for to put her in the Hall of Fame just yet. We don't know. But we want to congratulate, certainly without question, the Glamazon Beth Phoenix for going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Well-deserved, however, and very excited to say the least. Also, some other news to report, however, uh, late last night, however, we heard this through uh, a Twitter account of Drew Galloway, a.k.a. Drew McIntyre, the so-called chosen one at one time in the WWE, and as a result, him, along with Matt and Jeff Hardy, however, whose contract is up later this week with TNA, both decided to get out of their contracts. All of them decided to get out of their contracts at this point. Uh, there's been some talk ROH and WWE might be showing some interest in all three of them again, or maybe possibly somewhere else. We don't really know as of yet. Uh, John, I heard this breaking news earlier this morning. Your thoughts about uh, these three gentlemen uh, leaving TNA and putting TNA in a big-time hole? We needed the broken parties on TNA to get rid of this hole, but I well, guess they didn't. Good. I guess they didn't want to get out. Exactly, and like I said, their contract was up very soon, and that leads me to wonder: How are does the WWE maybe take a chance on these guys coming back to WWE? Maybe, or do you think it's too little, too late with Matt and Jeff? And what do you think about McIntyre? Oh, I hope so. I hope so, Matt and Jeff, and even McIntyre too. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're definitely going to be watching this very carefully. I mean, a lot of people, of course, uh, are still talking about what happened, of course. Uh, like I said, when McIntyre uh, announced yesterday through Twitter, he, uh, believe it or not, how has decided to, uh, well, take leave, if you will, however. And as a result, he decided to leave TNA. And as a result, however, we'll see what happens, however, uh, in the coming weeks ahead, however, mind you. And uh, that being said, only time will tell, however. So we'll definitely be watching this this afternoon. Now, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget this coming Sunday, however, will be a very historical day in more ways than one. Episode number 300 of the Revolution Show will be held at 5 o'clock with uh, predictions and bets made. Of course, we'll be doing some of that today here also on Raw Radio as the WWE presents Fastlane in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But you can join the gang a few hours earlier with their bets and pre-show predictions, however, this Sunday with episode number 300 some stories 
and memories of the first 300 episodes. Also, next Tuesday is a very historical birthday in our uh, colleagues' eyes, of course. The Human Suplex Machine yeah. will be celebrating his birthday, so we're going to have a good time with him. And, of course, next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be a very fun day because we'll be counting down the days to WrestleMania. But also, ladies and gentlemen, unless something comes up at the last minute, hour, we will be having a very special guest in the 4 o'clock hour next Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, Sonny Ono, the legendary WCW manager who managed uh, superstars like the Ultimo Dragon, among others, however, is going to be our very special calling guest, I believe, next Monday afternoon at 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So you might want to listen to that and call in. If you have a question or two or comment, give us a call here at one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound and you can get on there with the gang and, of course, myself. And also ask Mr. Ono a few questions because I know it's going to be a very, very exciting show, to say the least, next Monday. Now, some other news to report, however, as we continue on. Of course, don't forget, tomorrow night you can listen to Raw Revolution beginning at uh, 9 p.m. as we'll be recapping tonight's Raw 138055-pound. And at 7 o'clock, you can join the King and myself, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, after being out with the flu the past week or so. will be returning to the airwaves with me once again, 139926, this coming Tuesday night, tomorrow night, 7 p.m., as we will be taking you into the time machine and telling you where we're going to go and which place we're going to go. So that will be getting underway tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Uh, some other news to report, uh, John, of course, was the Daytona 500 this past weekend, and uh, it was a pretty exciting race, to say the least, however. And as a result, Kyle Busch, however, took the checkered flag, however, in a close finish, however, at Daytona over the weekend, however, beating Ryan Blaney, A.J. Allmendinger, and uh, Michael Waltrip finishing number eight, Joey Logano number six, but it was Kurt Busch hanging on by the skin of his teeth, however, and somehow, some way. He ended up winning the race, however. Your thoughts about uh, Kyle Busch winning the Daytona 500 that saw a lot of craziness down there in Florida yesterday. Oh, yes, it was. And I'll tell you what, a lot of people thought Ryan Blaney was going to win, but at the last second, somehow he ran out of gas, I heard. And as a result, however, we saw what happened, and I believe that's when Bush came out of nowhere and uh, just, well, pulled off the upset, if you will, and somehow, some way. Ended up winning the race, however. So, uh, congratulations to Kyle Busch. Uh, like I said, just an unbelievable race, to say the least, yesterday. A lot of wrecks on the course. We would expect that sort of thing in Daytona. Uh, of course, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, his top speed was over 194.5 miles per hour, and he laid 95 out of the 200 laps. Martin Truex Jr., of course, took second. He uh, only led two laps. Kyle Busch, of course, was number th- uh I believe it was uh, – or actually, my mistake, uh, or this is last year, so I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Sorry. I thought I was looking at the right one. That was my mistake, guys. Sorry about that. I thought I was looking at the right race, however, and this is uh, last year's race. Unless I'm looking at the wrong – no, it was uh, – no, it was – I was right, however, uh, last year's race. So there you go. It was my mistake. Okay, I knew I was looking at the wrong race. So there you go. I, I did make a slip-up. But speaking of slip-ups, however, ladies and gentlemen, that is nothing compared to what happened in Los Angeles last night in Tinseltown as Hollywood presented the Academy Awards. La La Land, of course, taking six awards home, including Best Actress, Emma Stone, Best Director. But just when they thought they had Best Picture won, however, it turned out to be, well, a snafu as Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, the stars of 1967 crime drama action uh, movie Bonnie and Clyde, announced originally it was La La Land, and as a result, Moonlight, however, turned out to be shining over the moon and then some as they took home the statue for Best Picture. A lot of people thought La La Land had seven awards, but instead they made the correction it was six. It turned out to be a snafu in the uh, 
Well, um, Best Actress Department, and that's why I think a lot of people are talking about it, and they're still trending about it today. But, uh, John, in the end, however, La La Land, however, did more than uh, dance its way to the top, however, but they did not take the biggest statue of the award home, and that is the Academy Award for Best Picture. Moonlight instead did, and had held off stuff like Fences, Manchester by the Sea, and even uh, Hidden uh, Figures. Your thoughts about uh, this crazy wild ending at the Oscars last night in Hollywood? I know, right? I mean, when I saw that this morning, I mean, I saw it and I couldn't believe it. I mean, granted, it was good. Jimmy Kimmel was pretty darn good. If you didn't watch it, he came off pretty well. He did take some jabs at Matt Damon, and a few of the uh, people actually did take jabs at uh, good old Mr. President Donald Trump. But it was really kind of a mellow show. It was one of the better award shows of the year and one of the better award ceremonies they had in a long time. So certainly... um, uh, congratulations to all the winners, and definitely it was a very, very interesting night in Hollywood. Uh, speaking of Hollywood, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we have some sadness to report here on Raw Radio this afternoon. Over the weekend, of course, the late, uh, the great uh, Joseph Judge Wapner, who you grew up watching in the 80s, is uh, everyone's favorite uh, judge on the old People's Court theme, passed away in hospice care Saturday night at the age of 97. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Wapner family. But the biggest shock of them all came, however, early yesterday morning when I heard this, and I could not believe it myself. Actor Bill Paxton, who has started in the new TV show Training Day and who has been in movies like Titanic, Weird Science, and Aliens, passed away of a stroke at the age of 61. Uh, Jennifer Anderson spoke about him last night briefly, however, before the memorial tribute, however, and she kind of got choked up about We all were surprised to hear the news about this involving Bill Paxton. Uh, certainly our thoughts and prayers, as we said, not only with the Wabner family and friends, however, but the colleagues and friends and family of also Mr. Bill Paxton, who also started in the movie like Tombstone and others, however, just a guy, another Hollywood figure gone way too soon, way too young, however. John, your thoughts about the passings of Judge Wapner and Bill Paxton? Uh, definitely a sad, shocking day, to yes. say the least. Yes, especially with and, Bill Paxton. Uh, Bill God Paxton. rest all these gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Also, God rest Bill Paxton, who also featured in that romantic movie, The Titanic. Yes, he was also in Twister. He was also in some great movies like The Terminator, uh, like I mentioned. He was mentioned in Weird Science. He was, of course, you just mentioned Titanic. He was also in Tombstone, one of my favorite Western movies with uh, Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer as Morgan. Certainly our thoughts and prayers uh, today are with the Wagner and Paxton family. So our hearts... uh, ache for you, however, and our prayers are with you as well for both families. And certainly, I know Bill Paxton was just starting the new TV show on CBS just a few weeks ago, Training Day, and now with him gone, I don't know if they're going to continue on with the show or they're going to find someone to replace him, but it is definitely uh, just a mind-blowing shock to all of us in Hollywood as we lost another figure way too soon, without question. Uh, but it has been a good week, nevertheless, however, and of course, as we said, however, we'll continue on, how impressed on, as we like to do here, and we'll talk about what else is trending here in just a little bit, but in the meantime, let's go to birthdays and dates right now, as John has those for us, and we will hear what All he right. has to say about them. All right, sounds good. It sounds good. And while, right. and while John's working on that, ladies and gentlemen, let us just remind you, ladies and gentlemen, also, of course, coming up 
Uh, this Wednesday night, of course, uh, we will be talking about the aftermath of the Oscars. Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw and myself on Outside the Ropes, 14187. And then at 8 o'clock, Gerard, myself, and the Black Widow will be back at the debate table, 139925. And, of course, the SmackDown recap, which tomorrow night, by the way, they will be taping SmackDown live from St. Paul, Minnesota at the XL Energy what? Center. If you will. Yes, St. Paul, Minnesota is where they'll be tomorrow night. They're taping uh, SmackDown? They're taping, well, they'll be doing SmackDown Live, I mean, taping SmackDown. I'm just saying they're taping SmackDown, but they'll do SmackDown Live, yeah, from the XL Energy Center tomorrow night. No, they're still going to be on live. But like I said, they'll be live in St. Paul, Minnesota, if you will. And uh, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I have some news, however, about the Hardys, however, which I'm going to talk about just real quick, however, I'm going to get this out. And this is the story, however, according to reports, and I just saw this on WrestleZone. I do want to thank Pro Wrestling Chief for giving us the story. Man Jeff Hardy, apparently, as we did say, will not be signing new deals with Impact Wrestling in its report because they felt disrespected during contract talks. Sources are reporting the Hardys agreed to terms on a new deal back in December, but they felt that they were disrespected at the time, and they wanted either a raise or a new contract. And I think management said at the time they felt like they did not deserve a new contract. So that's why I think... They asked for their pink slips to be handed to them over the weekend. At least that's what I've heard. Uh, in fact, here we go. Yes, this is the story. They were waiting for the final offer. The deal was supposed to be for a year, but as weeks and weeks passed, with man constantly checking, they were constantly given the runaround. Eventually, Matt and Jeff's lawyer informed Impact officials last week that they wanted a creative control clause written into their deals, but that was shot down immediately. One source claims that the Hardy's lawyer told Ed Nordholm of Anthem Sports Entertainment and that there was interest from other companies who responded to how I saying, quote, well, tell them to go to WWE then. This set Jeff off, who at that point said he was no longer interested in resigning. Matt, meanwhile, continued talks, but when they sent a new contract a week ago, it was now a two-year deal, and terms have been stuck in which they state they would receive 10% of all his profits outside of impact. Matt's lawyers, meanwhile, however, said he'd be a fool to sign, so he informed the company on Saturday he was not interested in doing so, but would still come to the tapings to write off his characters this coming week. However, he was told this morning he was crazy to think they would want him on TV without a contract. As of now, Impact officials are trying to get their tag titles back from Batman and Jeff. So it looks like that's uh, the plan right now where they're going with these two. This is kind of a weird twist to the story, John. Wow, it is. It is definitely a real twist. All right. Well, with that said, let's now go to uh, birthdays and dates, please. All right. 27 years ago today, NWA, in association with WCW, presented... Wrestle War 90, Wild Thing, from the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. Yes, not far from our uh, boss, Mr. W.C.W. Chad Angel's hometown of Trinity, North Carolina, to be exact, yes. Yep. Um, the Road Warriors beat Skyscrapers in the Chicago Street Fight. Yes. Um, sadly, there were no title changes. Hmm, interesting. What was our main event? Uh, Rick Flair and Lex Luger. Yes, very interesting there. Yep. What else do we have on the card? Uh, that was it. Oh, okay. All right, what else we got? 1995, ECW presented Return of the Funker. Yes, I remember this show quite well. Yep. Um, Cactus Jack beat DC Drake. Yes. And then they had a fight between Cactus Jack and Sandman, in which Terry Funk came out in Sandman gear. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and this angle was immortalized in wrestling lore as 
punched in the box. Yes, I remember hearing something about that, yes. Yeah, 16 years ago today, WWE presented No Way Out from the Thomas and Max Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. It was uh, Triple H beating Steve Austin in three stages of hell match. Which was a great match. I do remember that, yes. Mm-hmm. And The Rock beat Kurt Angle to win the WWE Championship. Yes. And with that, the win made The Rock the first time, six-time WWE Champion in WWE history. Yes. And if I remember correctly, too, this was actually the last event Jerry the King Lawler would be in until November, if I remember that. Yeah. Year. Because him and Stacey yeah. Carter left the next day, and Paul Heyman would debut ten days later in D.C., I remember, as the new voice of uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And four years ago today on Raw from Dallas, Texas, old man, that was one of the best matches of Monday Night Raw. John Cena and CM Punk. Yes, yes it was. It was a very good match. Yep, that would be the last time the two would ever face off again. Which is a shame when you think about it, though. And one of the best Raw matches ever. Yes. I gotta say, it was pretty good. It was. It was very entertaining. I remember that. Yes, it was a very good match. You were right. Yep. Stole the show. (laughs) Yes, it did. 35th birthday for Maria Canales. Yes, my my, uh, former dream girl. Married to the Miracle, Mr. Mike Bennett. Happy birthday to her. 46th birthday to uh, Sean O'Hare. Yes, very, very sweet there. It would have been the 46th birthday. Yes, it would have. Yes, indeed. I know. And uh, you may want to get excited, folks. Yes. You may want to get excited because I have one more. Yes. Sadie? Yes. Say... Woo! Yes, indeed. The great man himself, Ric Flair. And speaking of which, I heard he's going to be at Raw tonight in Green Bay, believe it or not. There's some scuttlebutt going around. I heard this morning he might show up tonight in Green Bay. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I wonder if Charlotte will hear the news about that. Oh, I'm sure she did. I'm sure, I mean, with her on tour this week, I mean, I I know the superstars were in Germany over the weekend, however, believe it or not. They were doing some house shows in, I think, Berlin and a couple other cities in Germany. I think they were flying back uh, yesterday to get back in the States Tower last night, and they'll be at Raw tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we got as far as t- uh, yesterday goes? That's it. Okay. Oh, we- it's Sunday. Yes. We got to do Sunday next. Yes, we got to do Sunday, and then we got to do Monday, yes. Yep. Um, all right, 50 years ago today, yes. Vern Gagne celebrated his 41st birthday 50 years ago by beating Mad Dog Vachon. Happy birthday to him indeed, yes. Yep. Um, 20 years ago today on Monday Night Raw, British Bulldog beat Owen Hart to become the first ever WWF European Champion. Yes, and I'm going to talk about him for just a second. And I brought up this gentleman's name in passing, and I he appreciates when I do this. And, John, you got to get on board along with Michelle, Chad, and the rest of the gang. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is a gentleman by the name of Michael Finney, F-I-N-N-E-Y. He is the president of the British Bulldog Owen Hart Facebook community trying to get these both gentlemen into the Hall of Fame. If you have not signed up yet or if you have not had a chance to check it out, I advise you to check it out. 
check it out and definitely sign up today. He's getting a lot of signatures. He's almost over 12,000 plus signatures, including mine already. I am actually one of his leading voice getters. He's got a lot of big name celebrities already in the past, as well as wrestling figures, including Rob Van Dam. I believe over the weekend he met uh, Davy Boy Smith's. Uh, niece, uh, Georgia Smith, which was, I believe, Bret Hart's uh, sister-in-law, and a lot of celebrities, including Diana Smith as well, the Bulldogs' uh, ex-former wife, if you will. A lot of big names have signed up for this petition. If you have not signed up today, please do so. I implore you to check it out, however, in more ways than one. It is worth seeing, let's just say. So definitely, without check, without question, please sign up and uh, let your voice be heard today. And before you continue on birthdays and dates, John, uh, one last birthday one report from Saturday. Jim Sinister Mitchell, believe it or not, the guy back in the day who was also uh, James Vandenberg in WCW had a birthday on Saturday. Happy 52nd birthday to him. So definitely we want to wish him a happy late birthday, too. All right, uh, please continue. I'll be right back. All right. Okay. Um... 17 years ago today in ECW taping in Cincinnati, Tommy Dreamer and Masato Tanaka beat the Impact players to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. 17 years ago today in a Fall Count Anywhere match, Chris Candido beat George Steele to win the XPW World Heavyweight title. Fifteen years ago today, Goldust beat Maven to win the WWE Hardcore Championship in Boston. Ten years... Oh, shit, 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 shit. Ten years ago today on Raw, John Cena and Shawn Michaels from Fresno, California. John Cena and Shawn Michaels beat Rated RKO to win the World Tag Team Championship. Yes. Seven... Years ago today, WWE Clean House as a Swift Talent <coughs> got released. Charlie Hawks, Gregory Helms, Maria Palmerchill, and referee Scott Armstrong. Yes, I remember that very well. Yep. Um. So it's all about um, it for those. And um, do we have any birthdays from? Happy thirty-seventh birthday. Oh, it's probably at a day late, but Shinsuke Nakamori turned 37. They act, they actually forgot to put it yes, on Yes, in fact, he actually had a had a birthday celebration this past week. Ty Dillinger wished him a happy birthday. They had a good celebration yeah. about him the other night at the NXT show in Miami, I remember hearing. Also, speaking of Nakamura, before you continue on, I find, uh, it has become rumored, apparently, and I'm not sure if it has been confirmed yet, but there is talk that they might be having Nakamura and AJ Styles at WrestleMania, believe it or not, in Orlando, coming up in about four or five weeks from now. So I'll tell you well, what. Nakamura may be going to sex sales. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though. I mean, if uh, he does uh, indeed fight AJ, I mean, and he is already set to be penciled in for the NXT uh, rematch with Bobby Roode at TakeOver a couple of days before that, I'll tell you right now, does that leave the door open and say right now that Nakamura could be on his way up to the roster next? I have a feeling it could very well be. Yeah. Okay, please continue. Today would have been the 91st birthday of Eric Gagne. Yes, certainly. And uh, let's see what we got for today. See what we got for today. All right, and while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, let us remind you again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up, of course, this uh 
Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. While John's looking at that, a quick plug here. Don't forget, we will be back on with Top Show Inc. Gerard T. Smith, myself, and the Black Widow will be on beginning at uh, 7 p.m. this coming uh, Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. 14562 is the caller ID number. And, of course, Wolfpack will be on at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, 138521. And, in fact, uh, the person I was just, uh, like I said, how I'm looking here right now, more about this um, story about, uh, like I said, however, apparently, however, uh, Kyle Busch did win the race. So getting back to the race real quick, just for a minute, however, we understand that Dale Earnhardt is okay. He had a little bit of a scare, however. He thought he uh, almost ended up with a concussion, but he says he's okay. So that is an encouraging sign, however, he is safe. I mean, he's all right. I mean, he's not banged up too much, but uh, his car got totaled pretty good in that uh, big race that took him, uh, like I said, um, Dale, Kyle Busch, and... Uh, Johnson uh, out of the race, and Johnson I'm referring to is, I just saw it a second ago, so bear with me, it was, however, yeah, it was DJ Kennington, Jimmy Johnson, Clint Boyer, during turns three and four yesterday, and Danica Patrick even got involved in the multi-car wreck yesterday, so that's why the race was a little bit late in finishing up, they kind of went past their scheduled time, so that's what happened yesterday, but Everyone's okay, however. Kyle Busch did blow a tire, unfortunately, however, in the race, however, but everyone's okay. No one got really seriously hurt, but uh, they did have their cars totaled in a big, uh, nasty wreck yesterday during turns three and four, however, yesterday at Daytona. So we're thankful everyone's okay and safe. But again, it was just a crazy wild ending, to say the least, however, in Daytona yesterday. Okay. Hey, man. I'm trying to find the histories of Murph Day. No problem, no problem. For today. And uh, we are expecting at some point, hopefully, uh, the heartbreak hit Fonzie. He said he would be on his way in at some point. I don't know unless something came out, however, today. But I could be wrong. But he did say, however, that he would be on his way at some point. Yep. I hope so. <laughs> yes. Always will just be up to you and go figure it out. Yep. All right. Trying to get it here. Trying to get it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on. Bear with me, folks. Like we said, folks, however, there is five matches been listed, however. So far, there will be a sixth one, I'm sure, or maybe two more announced tonight, however. We'll get our thoughts in about that and hopefully uh, get everyone's prediction here today. Let's just say. I am trying, folks, to get I don't know what's wrong with me today. <laughs> Sorry, it's Monday. Don't worry about it. Everyone's feeling, feeling the after effects. Go figure. Yep. 
And while John's figuring that out, ladies and gentlemen, again, uh, let us remind you uh, that this week promises to be a very historical episode, however, on Sunday. Of course, Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back in just a second. John, while you look, I'll be right back, right? All right. Okay, back. Did you find? Okay, did you find it? Yeah, I found it. Finally, thank goodness. Thank okay, goodness. Nice. Yep. I'm clicking on it and waiting on it and not doing anything, but okay. Right. I I got something. trouble there. Mm-hmm. All right. 43 years ago today, Giant Baba finished 8-0-2 in a round-robin tournament to become the first PWF World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. 19 years ago today, mm-hmm. in Wilmington, Delaware, Steve Bradley beat Christopher Daniels to win the third East Coast Wrestling Association. Super 8 Tournament. Can you hear me? I can hear fine. Go ahead. 17 years ago today, WWE presented No Way Out, no way out from the Hartford Civic Center yes. in 2000. There was a Hell in a Cell match. Yes. That was uh, between Triple H and Cactus Jack. Good match right there between the two. 
Yeah. Um, the Dudley Boys won the uh, tag team titles over the New Age Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Billy Dodd suffered a shoulder a shoulder injury. I do recall that. Yes. Yep. Um, Shane McMahon returned and helped Big Show beat beat The Rock. Yes. Um, and um, let's see. All right. Sixteen years ago today, Stacy Carter, known the wrestling fans as the Cat, was released from the WWE. Yes. Yep. And I think it was the King. A few days later, it was it was maybe that after that night, he asked for his release too. Yep. He walked out with her. That's right. Yes, he did. Yep. Um, let's see, what else? Eleven years ago today, Randy Orton beat Super Crazy. Hmm. And Orton came out to CM Punk's theme song, which would be used to CM Punk. Yes, and talk about Punk, we saw what happened last week. I'm sure you saw the video of that whole rock CM Punk thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Three was, years I ago think today. I was a little bit out of bounds on that one. Okay. Good. All right. Three years ago today, WWE presented NXT Arrival. Yes. And it's noted for being the first live special on the WWE Network. Correct. I do remember that, yes. Yep. Adrian Neville beat Bo Dallas in a ladder match to win the NXT Championship. Yes. And it ended both 280-day run as NXT champion. And that was the first ladder match in NXT, I recall. Yes. And I think that's it. Do you have any birthdays at all? Nope. All right. There we go. Okay, thank you very much, John. And we will definitely uh, watch it very carefully, of course. In fact, I have that DVD. Funny you mentioned that DVD, however, of uh, what happened back in the day. However, because I do have that DVD, and I remember the Bo Dallas. Neville match. That was a very good match. That was one of Bo's actually signature decent matches in NXT, if you will. However, before he came up to the main roster, and well, he kind of started to fizzle a little bit and has been fizzling ever since, let's just say. 1 444 caller ID 138744 and you can talk to us right now. We are now going to get into some fast lane discussion, of course, and also a little bit of a WrestleMania talk. Of course, a lot happening. As you know, WrestleMania is less than a month away, or a month, actually a month from this coming Sunday, believe it or not. So four weeks away, we are out. Uh, that being said, of course, WWE Fastlane is this week, of course, coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. It will be very interesting to see what happens there at the uh, Bradley Center. Of course, next Monday they will be in Chicago. Next Tuesday they will be in Indianapolis, Indiana. And then, of course, two weeks from today they will be in Detroit. Well, two weeks from tomorrow they will be in my hometown of Pittsburgh, which I will be attending the show, believe it or not. So I already got my tickets and everything, so that's going to be a good show. Coming up two weeks from this uh, Tuesday, if you will, at the PPG Paints Arena. And I think, John, they come back to your neck of the woods. I think it's either the uh, following Monday, the 20th, or the 21st, again, of March, in D.C., so you might want to check on that and look for tickets unless they're coming after WrestleMania, but there's been a lot of talk about who's coming back. I mean, there's been rumors that Seth Rollins might be showing up on Raw tonight. There's been talk that Finn Balor might be returning next week, maybe in Chicago, and he is about ready to be cleared and everything. 
certainly a lot happening, to say the least. Uh, so with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to talk about Fastlane and give our predictions. And there are five matches listed already. There could be another match or two thrown on the card, and we'll talk about that as well. But before we do, Sean uh, will tell us what is going to be happening, however, maybe this coming Saturday, as we usually have a Saturday afternoon shop show, and you can fill us in on that show and the caller ID as well. And I'll be right back. All right. One seventy four 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 seven four four four. ID number is one three eight seven four four. Press pound. Talk to us anytime today. We'll be here as always. And uh, don't forget, we got lots of shows coming this week. Uh, WCW US Revolution with our boss, Mister WCW US Chad Henshaw. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. NWO Wolfpack on Thursday. Um, Power Hour on Saturday, and also a special Revolution show on Sunday. All right, I'm back. All right. Okay. All right, now we're going to discuss uh, some stuff here as we will now go into the Fastlane card itself and give you our thoughts and predictions. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we are still expecting, hopefully, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, could be stopping by for a visit. You never know. With him, uh, he is sent to show up. We are also waiting on Fonzie, of course. Uh, hopefully, he'll be on with us at some point this afternoon. So, certainly a lot going down. So, let's get into the uh, card itself, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you what is set for this Sunday at the Bradley Center. Of course, we are going to break these shows, uh, matches apart piece by piece and give you our spin and take on them. Uh, again, these are in no order, but these are the matches that have been announced for this Sunday. Our first match, of course, has been one that might be announced as early as tonight. We'll definitely keep an eye on it without question. It is going to be Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn. We've seen what's happened the last couple of weeks involving these two. John, your thoughts about this one? Joe. You're going to go with Joe. And you know what? I hate yep. to say it. I'm going to go with Joe, too. I think... Uh, Damien could be in for a rough time, but the question is, though, after this, where do this, does this leave Joe and Sammy for WrestleMania? Where do they go with both of these guys? I mean, who do they feed with? Because I've heard Scuttlebutt, it could be Joe and Balor again. I've heard other people say it could be Joe and someone else. Uh, Sammy, I don't think they've got any plans for him as of yet to get him involved with somebody, but you never know. I mean, where do you think they're going to go with both of these guys after this one? I have no clue. I don't either. I don't either. I don't either, however. And uh, from there, of course, this is our next match. Of course, it will be Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Enzo and Cass. But there is also talk now that Sheamus and Cesaro might be appealing to Mick Foley after tonight and changing that match to a triple threat match in the tag team division, unless it's going to be just simply these two going at each other, Anderson and Gallows versus Enzo and Cass. But right now, that's the way we're going to go with it. Who do you pick in this one? Uh, I picked the club. 
You know what? I think the club will win, too. I think they're going to retain, at least until Mania, and then I think, depending on what happens, they have a rematch down the road with these three again, maybe possibly at Mania or involved in some type of capacity. I would not be surprised if um, that it happens, but I'm going to go with uh, Gallows and Anderson, too. All right, up next uh, for the Cruiserweight title, the gentleman's gentleman, Jack Gallagher, taking on the king of the Cruiserweights, Mr. Neville. Uh, I'm saying Neville. Yes, uh, I would have to agree there. I think Neville's uh, definitely uh, got this new attitude pat down. I've said so many times in the past few months, however, I mean, I like where they're going with his character now. I think this is what Neville needed after being Mr. Nice Guy for a while. However, it was time to shake up his character, change it out a little bit, and really make it more flashy. I think he's done pretty well with the new attitude, however, so I'm going to go with him as well, and that is my prediction as well. All right, up next, Bailey versus Charlotte for the woman's title. Uh, Bailey. Yeah, I think Bailey's going to retain, too, unless Charlotte finds a way to have her chihuahua pet Dana Brooke there at ringside with her. I would not be surprised. Uh, I hope they don't go that way uh, by uh, playing hot potato with uh, Bailey. Now they did enough with uh, Sasha Banks within the last six months. I think it's time to change it up a little bit. I think it makes sense, and I think you're going to see Bailey find a way to retain here unless she does drop the title here. Of course, there's been talk already that could be a fatal four-way coming up at WrestleMania between Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, and Nia Jax. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. But right now, I think Bailey is your overall winner. Uh, before we get to the final two matches, there has been also discussion that Brock Lesnar, however, mind you, however, uh, could show up maybe here at this uh, event unless they wait till next Monday. Uh, I'm going to ask you, does he show up here on uh, Sunday or do they wait till uh, Monday in Chicago next week? What's your take? I think he will. What, show up on Sunday? Yep. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I'll definitely could see that. No question about it. I mean, there has been some serious big discussions about this. I mean, I would not be surprised. I mean, we'll definitely have to watch uh, very carefully if, in fact, that does happen. But I definitely could see that as well. That would not surprise me in the very least. However, we'll have to wait and see uh, if that's the case or not. However, but we'll definitely be watching that. And uh, like I said, folks, we'll definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, from there, of course, we go to the semi-main event, if you will. It will be Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in this one. Uh, I'm saying Strowman. You know, I think you're, I mean, you're going to call me crazy and you're thinking, what am I smoking here? But I'm going to go with your uh, least favorite person. I'm going to go with Roman in this one. I think Roman's going to find a way to beat him, and then at the end, the Undertaker's going to come out, and that's going to set up the big feud with those two, however, mind you, however. Uh, like I said, however, we're going to have to wait and see, but I think The Undertaker does show up here, believe it or not, Howard, coming up on, uh, what was it, uh, this coming Sunday. I would not be surprised that he yeah. make an appearance. There has been some early talk that he may actually show up this week. Uh, we don't really know if that's been confirmed yet or not, but I would not be surprised if he does show up here. Um, I think you're going to see a surprise here. I think somehow, some way, you're going to see uh, – uh, the case being uh, here that somehow, some way, it will be in the favor of Roman. So I'm going to go with Roman. Sorry about that. I'm going to go with Roman there as my pick. And then that leads us to the big main event, however. There has been talk, however, Chris Jericho has not been put on the card yet. I'm really surprised about this unless he finds a way to get himself involved in the Sammy Joe match or Owens-Goldberg uh, match. But that is our main event, supposedly. Goldberg and KO for the Universal title. And I'm going to ask you a two-parter here. Who wins this? And does Chris Jericho get involved here in this one in costing his former best friend the title? Uh, I say Goldberg, and yeah. 
And I would have to agree, yes, I agree with you there. I'm going to take Goldberg as well. I think Goldberg's going to take that title off Bones unless they keep Bones with the title until Mania. And uh, I do think Jericho will be there too. I, I really do. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, overall, those are your matches listed for the card this Sunday. Again, there could be another match or two thrown on the card at some point. However, it could happen tonight. You never know. It could happen later this week. But overall, on a scale of 1 to 10, I have to give the show a five. I'm 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 just not hyped up for this show for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe my attitude will change after tonight, but right now it just seems like going into Milwaukee. I'm just not really excited about this program at all. What's your take? Yeah, me too. Well, we'll definitely be watching it. I mean, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. Uh, no question about it, like I said, folks. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean... There has been some talk, of course, uh, like I said, uh, the next few weeks are going to be very interesting, obviously, heading into uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania is less than a month away. Uh, This is usually the time after they have their February pay-per-view. They need the four- or five-week window to build up for WrestleMania. Right now, they're just cramming all three of these right down our throat, one after the other. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Royal Rumble was pretty good, and it was a surprise to see who won. That leads me to this next question. I mean, what's going to happen with the Royal Rumble? I mean, there's been some talk now that they might change the title matchup excuse me, of the title matchup between uh, Harper, or excuse me, Owens, not Owens, uh, Orton and Wyatt, to maybe Harper, Orton and Wyatt. What do you make of this whole scenario? Well, you, for one, you said WrestleMania. You said Royal Rumble. Rumble, yes, sorry, Royal Rumble, yes. But, I mean, it just, it just seems like to me that this does not excite me, you know? I mean, this really is not one of the better... Uh, built up matches, I mean, going into Mania. I mean, unless they, like I said, again, right now, WrestleMania is four or five weeks away. So far, we know that they've already listed, however, Goldberg and Lesnar, Rollins and Triple H, unless something comes up tonight, however, Rollins is going to have to announce at some point, maybe, out there in front of the crowd, he can't go, but they say, however, he's been working his tail off the last couple of weeks. He wants to get back uh, in uh, the ring soon. And speaking of getting in the ring, ladies and gentlemen, let us bring him in now, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone's favorite Oscar award-winning head honcho, if you will. The man with the spinning wheel, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us live there in Ric Flair country. And I'm sure he was partying with Ric Flair this weekend, to say the least, on his big birthday. Here he is now, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, how are you today? I am super... Good. Well, you got John and myself so far. We're hopefully expecting MLD at some point, along with GTS and Fonzie. Uh, one of the stories we were talking about just a few minutes ago as you were coming on the line, uh, as we started out the show today, uh, WWE has now announced another Hall of Famer in the Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. What is your take on this story? Well, first off, let me go ahead and say it's, uh, it's uh, of course, a real big, big surprise indeed. I'm glad that... Uh, 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 this is another way of the honoring the female competitors who paved the way for all your female superstars of today as well. And, of course, uh, <clears throat> Phoenix will be in great company. Of course, join a lot of those, uh, everybody from the fabulous Mulan to Lita to Trish Stratus. So it's going to be a real big, it's going to be a real big, real big honor indeed, of course, uh, seeing her go into the Hall of Fame and, of course, the picture will—the picture will, uh, reflection, I'm not to say reflection, excuse me—will still remain here. Who will induct her? I mean, I'm sure that's been talked about here since this news broke today. Now, uh, uh, I don't know the list already said. I mean, I, who, I mean, could it be one of the female superstars of today? It could be. Uh, my only, my only thought is a fellow Hall of Famer himself, and that would be Edge, since they're married. Obviously. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. you never, 
you never know what uh, what could happen with that. But good to see her going in uh, uh, well-deserved into the Hall of Fame this year. Mm, certainly, no question about it, no question about it. Uh, another thing we talked about, obviously, however, that uh, is down in your neck of the woods, however, and I'm sure it has hit the, it hit the wire like a, like a freight train, as I told you this morning, and I mentioned it to Michelle, obviously. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Matt and Jeff Hardy have now gotten their releases from TNA. Where do they go from here with these three? That's an excellent question. Uh, uh, you know, uh, of course, uh, it's not another... The limelight in TNA here for quite a while here, uh, of course, is you know le- legendary duo of Matt and Jeff Hardy, uh, and then of course, like you said, Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre, whatever you want to call them, three great superstars here. Uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, first off, I mean, of course, it's it's, it's shocking. It's very shocking. Yes. Uh, it's surprising. I should is another key word here. Yeah. But. One thing you got to one thing you got to think about is, is is you just pose the question: Where do they go? Uh, my personal take: uh, Will WWE pick them back up? Hard to say. Mm-hmm. Do they would they want them back? Yeah. Uh, that'd be kind of hard to say. To the Hardy Boys, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe one of the Hardy Boys, maybe. But okay. the thing about it is, you know, you know. It's not fair to one Hardy if they brought in one of the Hardys and not the other. And right. If you're going to consider that, you're going to, you need you need to consider them both. Uh, but uh, obviously, I mean, I, people would love to see them have another go in the WWE. Uh, you know, maybe even retire officially re- uh, retire. You know, in the WWE as part of a WWE roster. You know, um, do they bring that broken gimmick? That's yeah. kind of hard to say too. Sure. Uh, unless that was a TNA, a TNA trademark, then obviously they can't do it. Sure. But I mean, do you think that WWE will have to do something similar? Because I mean, maybe they found it quite interesting. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. That's for that's for Drew Galloway. Yeah. Uh, another great competitor. Uh, you know, I think WWE kind of really dropped the bomb when they let him go in the beginning because he was he was a great superstar nonetheless. Uh, and uh, you know, it was it was a pity that we lost him in the first place. Yeah. But you know, my personal take is I my personal take is I hope that he grabs all three of them back because mm-hmm. that right there, you know, you, you you combine their talents that they brought to the table in the WWE. Of course, that they probably learned learned a little bit further in TNA. You see, you yeah. bring that back into WWE now against all this talent, this mm-hmm. great you got now, guys like. You know, Roman Reigns, KO, um, Sami Zayn, uh, the New Day, uh, uh, the club, all these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're putting all together and all that. I mean, you're going to have yourself, you're going to have yourself a big blowout here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, imagine, imagine you know the Hardys coming into then re, being re-signed with WWE their first match. Yeah. You know, they get a shot and say whoever has the tag belts on Raw or SmackDown. Right. Whichever one pulls them, whatever. Uh, me personally, I would love to see all three of them come to WWE, but of course they may have different plans. They may go, hey, they may go to ROH, <laughs> in the independent circuit. Who knows what they're going to do? Mm-hmm. But I personally would love to see them back in WWE for at least one more go around to see if WWE can do something a little bit better with, but with, like I said, all with, uh, with, with you know, this great tag team and of course this great superstar and uh, Drew Galloway. 
Speaking of superstars and great power, let's talk about one match that has been talked about, and I was the one that brought it up last week, Howard, to you and everyone in the panel. Uh, there's been more rumors going around Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles might be doing battle at WrestleMania. What do you make of this whole match? This could be a great match, I feel. Yes, I do. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Nakamura and AJ Styles, like I said, this is a good caliber match that deserves to be on a big stage like WrestleMania. You don't want to waste that like on a show like Raw. You don't want to waste that on Raw. Wasted on SmackDown, wasted on NXT. I mean, don't get me wrong, all, there's a lot of great talent in all these shows, but you've got to have it on a much bigger platform. And WrestleMania is, of course, the biggest one right now. Above, like I said, all these other, all these others, you know, all around, regardless of TNA, Ring of Honor, New Japan, whatever, WrestleMania is up there. And I mean, it's, it, it, it's, you know, if it wasn't for WrestleMania, you, you know, like I said, a lot of these guys would be well-known, and, you know, they wouldn't have gone and done great things elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so you got to you gotta think about it is that this would be a great, this would be a great stage to, you know, to highlight two tremendous, two tremendous talents and all that, of course. Uh, you know, I mean, even regardless of the title match or not, I mean, a lot of times you see great matches that have the caliber of, of, championship matches, but there's no titles at stake. And this right here would be considered, you know, among that big list of matches over the last few years that have come out there, you know, who, in which titles are not up for grabs, but it has the feeling, it has the power, it has the intensity mm-hmm. of, a, of, a, of, a, of a match, if in fact if you were, if you were fighting, for, fighting for some gold. So, you know, my my personal opinion, I would definitely love to see this take place. I really would. Yeah, I would too, no question. And speaking of fighting, however, we have two guys that have well have had some bad blood fighting each other. Seth Rollins has been rumored, of course, to be returning very soon. He could be on tonight's show. We don't know about his death from WWE is still saying right now that it's really weighing their options very carefully about him going into WrestleMania. If you're the WWE booking committee right now, would you still book this match? And if so, what kind of uh, chances do you see Rollins going in against uh, Hunter at WrestleMania in Orlando? Yeah, well, like I said, Seth has definitely got to weigh carefully. Uh, you know, I mean, yes, you don't want to doubt the words of a, of, a, of, a, of a great talent like Seth Rollins. You don't want to keep a great superstar down like that. Uh, but, uh, but of course, like I said, he's just, just coming on the verge of, uh, of, you know, the biggest stage right there. Now, a very hyped up match that's been talked about, you know, for months, even before the holidays, it was talked about, uh, you know, uh, know, talking about Seth Rollins and Triple H going at at one-on-one. Uh, you know, I've seen pictures of Triple H in recent memory working out. Yes. And, you know, he looks like he's in, he looks like he's in phenomenal shape. No doubt. Uh, Seth Rollins, the same way. I mean, but the thing about it is Seth Rollins has had to push it a little bit more because, in fact, he's been trying to, you know, get back up there from, you know, from being out due to being being injured here. So would I Would I still, if I was if I was part of that, would I still book this match? My answer is, you know, based on, you know, arguments on both sides. Yes. And seeing and seeing as how what it would what what it would draw, you know how many people it would draw for like I said a big number like that because I don't think there's been a WrestleMania that has slipped up here in recent memory. That's my in my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. But 
you don't want to you don't want to mess up that reputation now with that show. Of course, that's been around for over thirty years. You don't want to mess right. that up big time. So you got to have a good caliber match. You got you to have some great matches at WrestleMania. There's no doubt about that right. whatsoever. I mean, we already talked about Goldberg and Brock one more time. Obviously, already etched in stone. Right. But the thing about it is another one that would that would definitely be up there near it would definitely be one I've heard, and this has been hyped up big time, would be Seth and Triple H. So would I book it? I would say yes. But but like I said, I would you know, I would I would definitely be cautious uh-huh. because you know, because well let me let me explain. Because see you have to you have to you have to like I said, you know, you have to look at, you know, how both superstars are going to be you know, mentally and physically going into this. And both of them, physically, they're both, I'm sure, without doubt, tremendous. I mean, that's no doubt. But, you know, mentally and all that, you know, especially, you know, with Seth going through all that he's gone through here recent memory, great superstar, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. tremendous superstar, regardless of whatever he's played here, like uh, face or heel, which, of course, he's made a great heel, my personal opinion. Oh, yes, course, definitely. That's GTS would definitely agree with that. Yes. But my personal take here is, you know, he's a great superstar, but, you know, he, he, he doesn't want to end up like to deal with what happened with Daniel Bryan. I mean, what happened with Daniel Bryan, you know, he, he was on the verge of doing some great stuff, picked up the World Heavyweight title, had to relinquish it, then came back, won the Continental title, had to relinquish it. And then now, what, now what's he doing? He's uh, the G, he's the uh, uh, GM of SmackDown. Right. I mean, he's, he's still involved with wrestling, but he's not wrestling. Mm. I don't think Seth Rollins wants to be in that same boat. Right. But I would, I would, I would make absolutely certain that you are 100, percent you know, physically and mentally prepared going into this match. Personally, yes, I would book it. But the thing about it is, you have to watch out. You have to make sure that your guys and the players in the game are prepared. But if they're not prepared, something's going to go wrong. A lot of things are going to fall over, and their WrestleMania is going to suffer. Yeah. Oh, yes. One hundred percent. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yes, I would book it. I would still book it and all that. But I would still, I would still be cautious. But I would still book it. Speaking of cautious, and this is way off topic, however, let's talk about, and we usually talk about this on Wednesday night show with Outside the Ropes with non-wrestling talk. What about the Oscars last night? What was your take about the whole Oscar fiasco at the end last night? I'm sure you heard about it today. I heard a little something about it. Um, just to reiterate to me, J.D., what was it exactly? Just to well, apparently La La Land was up for Best Picture, and they thought they had won it. Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty were the presenters. Somehow they grabbed the wrong cue card, and it somehow turned out to be Moonlight, and I thought it was like a gag, and they kind of cut the ceremony out, and they were ready to close out shop for the night. All of a sudden they said, no, we grabbed the wrong thing. It was Moonlight after all that won. So La La Land won six awards. Three awards went to Moonlight, including Best Actor, uh, the guy Ali, who I think was deserving, uh, Denzel Washington did not win an Oscar. Casey Affleck won that one for Best Supporting Actor. Fences won one for Viola Davis. But uh, as far as hidden figures and uh, that goes, that was shut out last night. That was the big loser last night. To me, that surprised me because I thought they would have at least one or two in their back pocket. But La La Land took Best Director, Best Actress with Emma Stone. Uh, like I said, Moonlight won Best uh, Supporting Actor in Ali and Best Picture. And like I said, La La Land almost had seven, but it went back to six when they found out it was a 
misprint and a mistimed comment by Warren Beatty. And they don't they looked at the thing and they turned out to be they said, This is no joke. Well let's look at this again and they held up the thing and they were getting ready to close up. Some La La Land was on the stage and they were gracious and very uh, classy in this case, how I deserve giving the award off to them. But it created a little bit of a, I wouldn't say controversy, but a little surprise at the end, a little uh, backlash, if you will. Certainly. Well, you got to keep in mind, you know, it's just like we talk about WrestleMania being the biggest stage for wrestling. Yes. You see, the Oscars are a big stage for the movies. Okay. Yes. Uh, and like I said, this, 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 is, this is why a lot of these, a lot of these actors and actresses work their butts off to, to you know, to, to, to you know, they see something that's worthwhile and, you know, possibly, you know, you know, try, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are a lot, there's a lot of great talent out there. There's yeah. a lot of great, some that have been around there for years. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad, you know, who, who won and everything like that. But, but I don't think, you know, that's one of the first few times, you know, the Oscars has suffered, you know, you know, a little bit of controversy on that. Sure. But my, my, but my personal, my, my personal take here is, uh, you know, uh, that's that's, uh, you know, uh, but that that's well, I'm kind of speechless about it now to be honest with you. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, but I, I will, I will say, I will say that, you know, if the ones that Thought they wanted, you know, you know, didn't, uh, you know, you know if they were very, very gracious and say we understand, uh, there was, I mean, there was something, there was something uh, mis said there and all that, and, and and you know, at least you know they didn't go create a fifteen minutes of fame moment where they were able to run around crying all over the place. Right. Yeah. And they, they they didn't do that. No. They were. This is a classy event. Yes, it is. It's been classy for for they've been doing it for what since the twenties or thirties since the late twenties. I mean, yeah, this is about seventy eight, seventy nine years, almost eighty years now. Yeah. Right, so it's almost eighty, it's almost an eighty year old event. So yeah. I mean, about this, you want to do it in style. You want to have. I mean, it's supposed sure. to be style, grace, glamour. I mean, well, all these words are supposed to associate with Hollywood. You go out there, you go out there like a bunch of babies. You think about it, you're gonna make the Oscars a laughing stock. No, they're, they're, but that was the one thing you know that really kept it. Kept it, you know, uh, down to a T, and that was, of course, you know, they were very, very gracious enough to say, okay, we we, we understand, we backed off. Real winners come on up and pick it up here. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, but I mean, that's the one part I think as they are people may, I'm sure, was really looking at very, very closely, and I'm glad they, I'm glad, I'm glad they did that. Yeah, I, I, I too. And like I said, I thought, and I told John, and John even heard me say it. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel, the host, too, was very, very. I mean, he had some jabs at Matt Damon, and everyone took jabs uh, at certain huh. things. But it wasn't real political. It wasn't real, like up in arms, like you would see at the Emmys or anything like that. It was a real down to earth ceremony. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel did have a good time, and a lot of people had a good time, especially at the beginning with Justin Timberlake singing "Can't uh, Stop the Feeling." I mean, everyone was dancing and grooving in the stand. Uh, stands and, and the bleachers. I mean, all in all, it came off pretty well. It was one of the better ceremonies of the year in recent memory. And, of course, over the weekend, as I mentioned, as you were coming on, uh, I told John, of course, and we talked about it, uh, the passings. Uh, we lost uh, Bill Paxton suddenly at the age of 61 on Sunday morning due to a stroke. And, of course, we lost Judge Wapner, the great Judge Wapner, at 97 over the weekend. So, all told, it was a very oh, really? moving weekend. It was a very good ceremony. It was one of the better ceremonies of the day. And speaking of ceremonies, I was telling John about our big three, and I know you want to talk about that and other things. So, I'll let you do that. And I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, this is Mr. WSW's Chad Henshaw. 
Uh, actually, I wanted to give you a little bit of an update here as well as to uh, as I did, of course, with my promo uh, last night. Uh, of course, as I always do every Sunday evening, just to give you a heads up as to who, as to where we're going to be going with our radio network group tour uh, coming up here starting tomorrow night. Uh, we already have all the groups uh, situated here. Uh, episode 297 of Revolution tomorrow night will come. Our video feed will be coming from True Pioneers of Wrestling. Uh, be sure to join us here for that. Uh, and I'll have to get the name. I'll have to get the web address. For, I'll get that before the end of the show here. Uh, 298 on Wednesday will be coming from NXT US to Future Generation. Uh, episode 299, which will be on Friday. Well, actually, this was a typo. I had to actually correct myself on what I said in the promo on uh, in the promo last night. I actually said the wrong one. Uh, Friday's edition of Revolution will come from ROH US Honor of the Ring, our tribute group to, of course, Ring of Honor. And, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is what JD was referring to right here. This Sunday, March the fifth, uh, of course, will be our prediction show for WWE Fastlane 2017, but also it's, it also has a a very unique twist as it as Revolution will celebrate episode number 300 this Sunday afternoon at five o'clock. Of course, call ID one three eight zero five five pound for all the episodes of Revolution. Uh, like I said, we'll be doing our prediction show for Fastlane, and also like I said, we'll also be doing. Looking back on 300 episodes of the One Legal Mothership Broadcast Revolution, our panel will give their thoughts and opinions about what they think of, of any moments from Revolution that they that they like very much. You know, ever since this thing got started back in May of 2015, uh, up until like I said, um, up, up until like I said now, we'd love to get your thoughts and opinions here too. And that live video feed, the group tour will actually be going in and make a special stop on Sunday at UFC US Ultimate Competition when we do our prediction show on Sunday Sunday evening. Now, also, there's a little bit of a twist here. Uh, NWO Wolfpack yes. will also be making a very interesting stop here as well. And uh, on, thir- on Thursday night, of course, our group tour always also goes into Wolfpack as well. Uh, and and this Thursday we will be going into yes, kind of kind of an interesting thing we did this of course with DXUS last week, but that, but but this week NWO Wolfpack will be coming from LWOUS Latino Dynasty. So if you want to join us there as well, like I said, I will get the web addresses for all these groups that, that Revolution and Wolfpack will be on starting tomorrow night through like I said uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And also on Sunday, and let everyone know where they can find the video feed, so that way everybody can take part in that. Uh, we'd love, like I said, to have you join us here for uh, <clears throat> for each of the for each of these shows here as well, um, coming up here starting tomorrow night. Yes, and of course next Monday, as I've mentioned many times, and I'll mention one more time, we're going to have a very special guest at this time, a week from today, the legendary manager, Sonny Ono, who managed guys like the Ultimo Dragon, among other cruiserweights. So next Monday, folks, the day after Fastlane, not only will we start our hype for WrestleMania in Orlando, we will also talk to you about uh, uh, many other things, as our great guest, Sonny Ono, will be joining us live on the air. Absolutely. Um, and of course, uh, of course, and like J.D. said, uh, Sonny Ono, a great wrestling manager, uh, 
Uh, in addition, I think also one of the last one of the last couple of guys he managed in WCW was obviously, of course, the Cat Ernest Miller. Yeah. Was another one day that and uh, that was that was actually kind of funny, especially in, during the Cat's feud in 1999 with Buff Bagwell. That was hilarious. Yes. I thought that was one of the great one of the greatest uh, greatest ones that I've ever seen there uh, take place here. But none, but nonetheless, uh, really. But nonetheless, here that was a great uh, that was a great uh, a, a great uh, uh, time there to say the least. Uh, but uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to join us here this week. And like I said, I will get the. Uh, as a matter of fact, while we ha- while I'm on the air here, yes. I can actually go ahead and get get those web addresses there to you right now. As a matter of fact, all right. Uh, first off, uh, True Pioneers of Wrestling will be there tomorrow night. It is uh, Facebook.com forward slash group sports slash Wrestling Pioneers Always is that is that page. Up. Be sure to check that out. Uh, let me see. What else did I say? I said NXT US. Did I not? Yes, I did. Uh, it is Facebook.com forward slash group sports slash NXT US Wrestling Future. Uh, be sure to check us out there. Uh, also, let me see here. Uh, LWO US, which is where we'll be for Wolfpack, is Facebook.com forward slash group sports slash LWO US Dynasty is that page. Uh, let me see, uh, the ROH, let me see if I can find it, yes, ROH US, uh, Facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash ROH US Wrestling Honor, and then, of course, on Sunday for the, the for the prediction show of the 300th episode, UFC US is Facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash UFC US Fearless Fighting. So uh, definitely check, check those out there as well, as like I said, we'll be in those four groups <clears throat> well, let me. Show, I should say uh, four. Let's say yeah, no five groups. I'm sorry. We'll be in those five groups. Like I said here this coming week here. Like I said here in the radio network. Uh, let me see here. Anything else I want to add? Uh, let me see. Uh, there is an. Uh, I was actually reading this the other reading this the other day. Uh, if you check out the page in the U.S. Hall of Fame, which is facebookcom groups slash W7US Greatest. There is a uh, story that was posted in there. Uh, of course, one of our uh, recent Hall of Famers and, of course, uh, a, a man who, of course, who came on uh, Raw Radio here not too long ago, a, a legendary announcer, Gary Michael Capetta. Uh, there is a story that he has posted on there, something about, I believe, it was something about Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm not sure. Uh, what the what the full story of it is? I haven't had a chance to read it all here yet, um, uh, but he posted it uh, actually yesterday. No, I'm sorry, this morning. I'm sorry, early this morning he posted. Okay. Uh, 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 it's, it's, it's an excerpt from his book called Body Slams: Mem- Memoirs of a Wrestling Pitchman. Yeah. Uh, and the chapter here is just traveling through Texas with Austin. It's pretty. It's a real good read. Um, from, not, from what I'm looking at it right now, it's, a, it's too long to read on the air today. But like I said, if you want to check out the story, like I said, pull that out right there. It's uh, like Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCMUS Greatest in our Hall of Fame page. Of course, being shared by our uh, one of our members of our celebrity wing in the Hall of Fame here this year, of course, uh, Mr. Gary Capetta. 
Yes, so, uh, who used to be the voice of WCW and, of course, the legendary WWF for 10 years uh, from 74-34. And, Chad, before you continue on, join us live now on the line. How are a little late, but that's okay, is the Heartbreak Kid himself, uh, one member of the Hall of Fame in this year's 2017 class, none other than Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to the show. Uh, you got Chad, myself, and John on the show. How are you doing? Hey, how are you guys doing today? How are you, guys? We're doing good. And, of course, we were just talking about uh, something Chad was uh, plugging. Of course, we also talked a little bit about uh, to, uh, about uh, the whole thing with Seth Rollins saying he's going to be coming back to Raw tonight, maybe doing an interview. We also talked yeah, about no. Beth Phoenix going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, what's your take of uh, Beth Phoenix going into the Hall of Fame and uh, some of the news that's been trending? Yeah. Beth Phoenix? I yes. can't believe she's getting in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I, think, well, I think we're all going Yes. That was my favorite girl, too, besides Trish Stratus, but... She's going yeah. in. Yep. Finally, she goes in. After, oh. what, so many years? Yes, but let me ask you this, and I asked this, and I mean, and I'm going to ask this to Chad as well, and Fonzie, you can weigh in. I'm going to start with Chad first, I'll come to you, and then we'll pass it off to you next. Uh, with China not going in this year, however, do you think they made the right call? Chad, I'll ask you first on this one. Daddy, there. Dad, I think he stepped out. I think he might have. Okay, let's ask you. China? Yeah, she should have been in a long time ago. Do you think now they... she rests in peace now? Yeah. All of a sudden, now like they can't get her in. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Snoop Dogg got in there, and meanwhile, China yeah. can't get in. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Pray for and Kurt Angle. Yeah, he should have been in the left WWE. Well, I think it, coming up next, I think another one. I think another few more weeks before uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm gonna say Batista be in there soon. It could but, be. It's very yeah. possible. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's a very good possibility. I mean, so, you never know. We'll see. But uh, right now, this year's class is starting to shape up and look uh, pretty decent, to say at least. As we yeah, mentioned. Card Angle, the rock, uh, what is it? Uh, the Rock and Roll Express. Boys, the rock and Roll, yeah. Uh, Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Rick Rude. Rick yeah. Rudy, yeah. So it, 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 it's shaping up to be quite a class, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. no. That's a it's big class for it is. It is definitely that. And now we, you know what, got a few more weeks now? Until yeah, about four weeks. Four weeks from uh, this Sunday, to be exact. And, it might uh, be the biggest one, I think. Yeah, it, it uh, maybe. Up to be one of the bigger classes, no doubt. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Who, and, who's uh, the other wrestler didn't get in yet? Mm. Uh, Chris Benoit, right? Right. He's, he's, there's still the, I mean, yeah. eventually, eventually he'll get in, I think. It's just a matter of time when yeah. he'll get in. Yeah, when. Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing. Um, they Ooh. did Owen Hart? Nope, not yet. They haven't done him they, they didn't do Owen Hart, but they no. had Bret Hart in it. Yeah. That, that would make no sense. I know. I agree. And, I, was, and, and I just said to John, and this is for you, too, on Facebook, and I've only even told Chad about this. Uh, there is a gentleman in the U.K. by the name of Michael Finney, F-I-N-N-E-Y. He is heading up the cause, and I'm part of the team, if you will. Does, you don't have to uh, donate money or anything. You just state your name and your background and yeah. where you're from and all this sort of thing. But anyway, you and Chad and Michelle and everyone else can do this too, and this is encouraged to everyone. Uh, please sign up on his Facebook page for the Bulldog Owen Hart Hall of Fame class. He has been leading this cause.
Claus for the past year and a half. He said, yeah, um, yeah, Chris Benoit, yeah, Owen Hart. Yeah, there's he, another wrestler that didn't Brian get Pillman. Yet either. Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman. Yeah, that's it too. Yeah. Brian Pillman's another guy you gotta think of. I mean, the yeah. loose cannon. He hasn't been uh, recognized for his achievements, but he is heading yeah. up this cause on Facebook.com with the Bulldog and Owen Hart. Please, I encourage you and Chad and everyone else out there to sign up. It is worth checking out. Like I yeah. said, he's gotten over 12,000 signatures already, or close to it, I should say. I have been le- helping him over the past few weeks on Facebook, getting the word out to everyone else in our radio network and everyone else in the world. How, How about Alina? She didn't get in either. No, she didn't get in this year, right? I, I don't think you'll ever see her go in. But one person, because well, you have Beth Phoenix, yeah. Why you can have Melina? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. Stephanie McMahon? Yeah, I, I that, that's you know what I'm well, well, Steph's still in the office thing, so yeah, I could see that eventually. But eventually, she yeah. will go in. I think at some point, Steph will go in because of yeah, her business sense, because of her family and everything. I mean, because of the way she is and her business character. As a wrestler, she wasn't all that great. As a businesswoman, yes, she is very talented. Uh, yeah. I will not, I will not argue that she is very, How about very Guerrero? I mean, yeah, another person you just mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Vicky Guerrero is another person you just mentioned. That's another good yeah. name you bring up, right? Yes. Yeah. And you about L- the Guerrero. Lillian Lillian Garcia, probably. Lillian Garcia, ring announcer. Yes, certainly. No question. And not only that, yeah. what about uh, uh, talking about uh, uh, women? Uh, what about uh, shoot? <laughs> There's so many you can think of right now. It's, it's hard to say who. You know, it really is. But yeah. uh, we'll definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, let's see if Chad has returned to life. Chad, are you back with us? I'm right here, bud. Okay, you were about to continue <laughs> on with something else, but as I was, I was just as far as he came on the line, you were about to say some more stuff. So please continue. Okay, uh, let me uh, give me just a second. Oh, okay. Now what I was going to say, uh, now what I was going to do is, like I said, since I. Uh, if we had nothing else going on right here for mm-hmm. for a few minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and I know JD, you and John have to have uh, loved doing this at least twice already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love to get I love to get Fonzie's uh, thoughts on this. Uh, of course, uh, Fonzie, we, as you know, Bud, we always uh, do a bunch of fancy matchups here in, in all, on all the shows. Uh, but I've got a very interesting list uh, that I have made. Uh, I don't know if you do. You have a smartphone, Fonzie? No, I don't. I have an allergy. Okay. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with a game that's on the Android. Um, yes, that you get for Android or something called WWE Champions. Uh, have you heard of that game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it on my tablet. Yeah. Okay, you said so you've seen what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, right, I know well. what you're talking about. Yes. Excuse me for one second, gentlemen. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. What, what I did was that there was a video. There was a there was a video on uh, on YouTube that someone posted showing the entire, pretty much the entire roster of this game. Okay. And what I did was is I put together one-on-one matchups, and they're in alphabetical order according to how they appeared in this video. Mm-hmm. So I've already gotten JD and John earlier last week, and I even got uh, I think Gerard and Michelle last uh, towards the end of last week as well. <coughs> but uh, it's time to test test a, a, a new face right here. So Fonzie, I'm going to put you to the test. 
Uh, okay. Tell me, just in your personal opinion here, these are like older superstars against more recent or active superstars now. So basically, and you're going to have repeats of some too. So think about yeah. like different points of their career. Think about it that way. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, so you got to understand. Okay, no problem. All right, here we go. First match. And JD and John, if y'all want to chime in on these once again too, please feel free to do it. All right. I know it's a little bit boring, but <laughs> no, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. First match: AJ Styles versus Alberto Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say Alberto Del Rio. Oh, okay. Uh, JD, you want to weigh in once again with this? Yes, I'm. It's not, it's not going to be Alberto Del Rio on this one. Oh please! <laughs> this sounds is a rookie. Uh, is John is John with us? I haven't heard John. Yeah, John's with us. Yeah, yeah John's with us. There we go. I with y'all. Okay, John, I got to hear your take here, and I get to hear you say it rather than you typing it on the on the uh, chat box. Uh, AJ versus Alberto. There. Uh, AJ. Go with AJ, okay? That's everybody's opinion. It's okay. It's everybody's opinion. I know. Yeah, okay. Next one. Andre the Giant versus Double A, Arn Anderson. Hey, let me call you back. Okay. 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 All right. We'll pause for just a second here. While you're doing that, though, and Chad, we'll go to you. Fonzie steps out for a second. We'll get your answers real quick to these. However, John and I already made our predictions for the... uh, Fastlane paper. Let's hear your thoughts. However, we'll go with these one by one. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe. Good match. Uh, this is just a preliminary right now. I'm in my ultimate prediction on Sunday, um, but great match. Uh, I see it going a good 15, 20 minutes. I don't think Sami Zayn is going to really cut. Yeah, it's going. It's going to have. It's going to. It's going to, it's going to be cut a break here. I think Samoa Joe is going to pull it off. Yeah. I would too. All right. Uh, Enzo and Cass versus Gallows and Anderson. Although there is still some talk how it might turn into a three way with Enzo, Cass, uh, Gallows and Anderson, and also Sheamus and Cesaro. But right now they've got Enzo and Cass versus Gallows and Anderson for the titles, unless something happens tonight. Okay. Uh, depending upon what happens, this is going to be, regardless if it's a triple threat or, or an actual tag team match, it's going to be a great match nonetheless. I see. Somehow, if in fact it's just a if it's just between Enzo and Cass and the club, uh, as as very talented as Enzo and Cass are, I think the club is going to be a little bit more dominant. Unless you know the club, unless Enzo and Cass can really step it up a little bit more, and also the club will retain, uh, and it may make a little bit of a difference if if it gets added if it gets made into a triple threat tag. But nonetheless, I'm going to post it with the club retaining the belts. All right. Let's go to uh, Sasha, or Bailey and Charlotte. Okay. This is, of course, I mean, I've heard J.D. you mentioned this many, many times over. Charlotte once again getting her way, um, which doesn't seem right to me and all that. And people are starting to get a little bit tired of it. Yes. Uh, um, and, of course, J.D., you said it many, many times. You've been an advocate for this. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> in more ways than one, as you said. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but nonetheless, it's still going to be a great match. I don't think it's going to have. Uh, it may not. May, it may have a little bit of the intensity that the match 
before Valentine's Day, in which Bailey won the belt, uh, had, but I don't think it will have that much more, even though it's on a pay-per-view level. And I'm going to go with my gut feeling on this. I am going to say Bailey retains it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to Braun Strowman versus Roman. Great. Another great encounter. This is going to be a battle of the bulls, in my personal opinion. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a good encounter. Uh, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a close one. And as, reason, as, as close as it's going to be, and this is going to be a shocker even for me to say this, I'm going to say it ends in a double countout because both of them are just going to be too blame powerful to keep that in the ring. Mm, certainly, certainly. I'm saying double count out there, yes. Double yeah. count out, okay. What about this one? Let's go to, uh, obviously, uh, I just saw it, so give me a minute here. I'm just pulling it up now. We're going to go with uh, Neville versus Jack Gallagher. Yeah. Cruiserweight belt? Yes. Okay. Uh, this could be a great, another great encounter. Of course, Neville, the, the, the Neville heel gimmick is working, I think. Yes. He's getting a little bit more respect um, than he uh, than he had, of course, uh, uh, during his face gimmick and all. Uh, great, still great superstar, nonetheless. Jack Gallagher has really stepped up a little bit um, in recent memory here. Uh, however, I still say Neville retains the cruiserweight title. Certainly, and of course, we go to the big one: Goldberg versus Brock, or not Goldberg versus Brock Owens. The question is, this is a two-parter here. Does Chris Jericho get involved here, and does Brock Lesnar get involved here? You're going to have to look at it like this. Yes, Goldberg has already agreed to face Brock at WrestleMania. And yes, I'm sure Jericho is going to have something for Kevin Owens after what happened. After what happened, I think it was uh, before that, that, that Raw before... Uh, Valentine's Day, whenever they did the, the Festival of Friendship thing. Yeah, in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago. Yes, yeah, right, right. Okay. But I think you're going to have a, somebody interfering, and it'd be kind of hard to say if it's either Y2J or Brock, because either way, I mean, you got to think about that KO and Goldberg are going to have to have eyes in the back of their head, because they're going to have to expect interference. Uh, Somehow, as much as I would, I personally would love to see Goldberg walking out of there with the Universal Belt. I think a lot of people want to see him hold a title one more time before he actually says, "Okay, I'm done." That sort of thing. Mm. Of course, I think personally he's still in phenomenal shape. He's in, I think he's 50 years old now, but he's mm. still in tremendous, tremendous shape. Um, Even with the interference, even with interference, I think somehow both. I think somehow Y2J and Brock both somehow get involved, but I don't really see it going on until possibly after the match happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, KO is going to give Goldberg a good run. It's not going to be. It's not going to be like Survivor Series when it ended in in almost a minute and a half. No, right. it's going to be a long. It's going to be. I, I give it a good ten fifteen minutes. Heck, even tw- I'll say even twenty. But my personal opinion, uh, and, I'm, and of course, I'm not people are saying this because they want this to happen. But I'm saying it because I have a really gut feeling that it will happen, and that is I do believe Goldberg will walk out of there with the Universal Belt. But I do think that somehow 
Jericho will go after KO, and Brock will go after Goldberg. But I just feel it may not happen until after the match ends. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And yeah. there's one guy that has been talked about coming back very, very soon, and they are still not sure when he could come back. He could start wrestling as early as next week. Is the Demon King himself, Finn Balor? He could be there maybe as early as next Monday in Chicago. Where do they go with Finn Balor for Mania at this point, in your opinion? That's another good point here, too. You know, Finn Balor is going to be wanting an opportunity for the Universal Belt somewhere down the road because he never got a real good run. He held it for one night before he had to relinquish it, of course. We saw that happen, unfortunately. Uh, to be honest with you, with, with, with Finn, a, a great performer, tremendous athleticism, um, Without a doubt, like I said, he blows your mind away. And of course, seeing him just recently come to the aid of Nakamura at an NXT show recently, mm-hmm. uh, he looked in great shape, phenomenal shape. You know, he said he hadn't been cleared. Yes. You know, he still looks, he still looks he's in great uh, in great uh, physical condition. Sure. Uh, they put him in either one of two one or two things. If they put him in WrestleMania at all. Yes. Which I hope they do. Believe me, I hope they do. Right, right. But, 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 but the best two possibilities right now, and I could be wrong about either one of these. Of course, uh-huh. I'm not right on time, but sure. I could be wrong about these. But here's 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 two possibilities. One, they put him in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yes. And he may pull. He, and he may be. He may be like second to whomever wins it. Whatever. I mean. He may be running up for it. I don't know. But the other possibility, mm-hmm. of course, unless they got another plan for this, and if this man is well enough himself close to WrestleMania, that they actually have a U.S. title match with, between him and Jericho. Right. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's the only other possibilities. You know, if you got the universal, I mean, the universal title situation is going to be set up big time. Uh, the, the 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 big title on SmackDown is going to be etched in stone after tomorrow night. Obviously, going to be found out what's going to happen there. Uh, and uh, so Bray Wyatt, I don't even know who he's going to face yet until, of course, tomorrow night. Uh, but I see either if Finn Balor does does appear at WrestleMania mm-hmm. in a wrestling capacity. Now, if he has it in a non-wrestling capacity, uh, he may come out there maybe to come to the aid of somebody. I don't know who it could be. Sure, but but in a wrestling capacity, it's out of the battle royal, or they give him a shot at another belt, like say, like I said, Jericho for the U.S. belt, maybe. That's my guess. That's well, they are t- well, they are talking about Harper maybe being involved in the triple threat, maybe with Wyatt and Orton. I mean, is this the right move they go with uh, uh, Luke Harper? With Bray uh, and Randy in the title situation, do they? Th- think he's ready for the title situation. To me, I don't think he's ready. Well, look, keep in mind, he has held the Intercontinental belt. Now, he didn't hold it for long, I grant you. But, yeah. uh, but he's had a taste of gold already. Uh, I think he was I think he was one of the first members of the Whites to hold gold anyway. I, I think he was, too, yes. yes. I think he was, yeah. Uh, you probably, that's a very good point there, J.D. I don't think he really has a real good... Um, I mean, WWE, WWE, WWE thinks that. I mean, they're going to go with whatever they think is right. Right. You know, I mean, even, even like if it looks good on paper, but mm-hmm. you don't know, but you don't know what's going to happen until it actually happens. So my 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 personal take is is Luke ready for that? 
My, in my opinion, no. Not for, the, not for the big one. Not for the big one. I mean, like I said, if you want to put him, like I said, you're going to be like, he's had a taste of it like, with the Intercontinental belt. And, you know, I would put him, maybe put him back in a picture for that at some point. Yeah. You know, instead of making it back and forth with, like, The Miz and Dean Ambrose and all them, they put him back in there. Put, put, put Harper and Dean against one another for the IC, but that would be a great match there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talking about The Miz, uh, I know we've talked about before, they already pretty much, I mean, Unless they make it apparent tomorrow night, Howard St. Paul or next week in Indianapolis, they're setting up the mixed tag with uh, Miz and Maurice versus Cena and uh, Nikki for wrestling. To me, I just I don't like this match. This match is not, just really screams like bathroom break match, snack break match. This is one of the big disappointments uh, I think how you could have done this year for WrestleMania with all four competitors involved. And granted, I understand Nikki's still hurt and she's banged up and everything, but right now, I mean, who knows how much longer Nikki's going to keep on fighting because there's been talk that she might be retiring soon along with Natty. And if that's the case, you're going to have to start bringing up uh, fresh blood from NXT, whether it be Asuka, Ember Moon, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, whoever. Right. And you see, it's like you said, I mean, it's been, you know, this is a match also that has been talked about. Yeah. It's a, like I said, a mixed tag match. It hasn't been a mixed tag match, you know, at a WrestleMania in a while. I mean, I, unless there was one be, between WrestleMania six and, uh, and, 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 and this year, right. I, 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 I cannot recall one, but, but, but let me go ahead and say this. Even though, it's, even though it's been talked about, it's been hyped up a little bit here and there. Are people, like you said, are people looking forward to it? I don't think they are. No. I mean, I, I mean, if they want to, what WWE is trying to do is they want to you know possibly if, in fact, Nikki Bella is going out, they're trying to get her to go out on the highest note possible. Yeah. But I don't think you want to do that. You know, people already know it's not it's not a secret anymore. It's common knowledge. Yeah. John Cena and Nikki Bella are a couple. Yeah. They know that. People excuse me, people know that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're trying to cover the issue here. Yeah. I mean, we all know we all we all know that factor. Right. I mean if anybody if you're gonna put Nikki Bella in something, why don't you put her in a you know, put her, I mean, won't they do like a women's battle royal or something? Put her in that maybe one more time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and be like one of the first, one or first, well, no, make her be one of the last ones. Make her be like her and someone, and whoever is eliminated last, whoever gets eliminated and all that, that mm-hmm. you know, she ends up winning the thing and whatever. I mean, let her go out in the blaze of glory like that. But I wouldn't do a mixed tag of that, especially if you're going to put it with I me. Mean, Maurice hasn't wrestled in what? I think four or five, maybe six years, about that. Somewhere yeah, that's right, right, right. And don't get me wrong, I mean, she, been, when she was here before, she was okay. She did fine. Yeah. She had to be with Beth for a while. That doesn't mean like this because she hadn't wrestled in that long. You think she's going to be ring ready by that time? I, no. I, highly, I highly doubt it. Yeah. This is one I'm not going to be looking forward to. If it's going to it's going to make a bruise on WrestleMania this year. It's going to be that if they make it. I bet you. Yeah. It's going to be that match right there if they make that match. Yeah. I bet well, you. I would agree. I would agree 100 with you. And like I said, it's just it's unfortunate it's come to that because I don't know what else they could do with those four. You know, I mean, we'll have to wait and see where they go from here. You know, right. Uh, uh, good. Fonzie, are you back? 
Uh, Fonty is not with us right now. I don't see him on the call. I mean, he might have taken out a call, or maybe he had to leave a little too early. If that's the case, we'll maybe try to push that back maybe sometime next week or in a couple of weeks maybe, because like okay, I said. We'll we'll a little bit later then, okay. Okay. Right. Um, but go on. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but like I said before, you know, they're doing everything they can in order to make the best WrestleMania possible. This is something they always struggle with every single year. Yes. When it comes up in the months leading up to it, yeah. I'm sure you've seen this trend here over the last couple of years. Yeah. They have struggled big time yes, to, to you know, to come up with, you know, a WrestleMania that's going to blow your socks off. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about it is if you want to do that, you know, like I said, yes, the Battle Royal works. Yes. you got to have more title matches. Sure. Okay. Don't literally with title matches. Don't don't cover it with title matches. matches sure, it's not a, it's not like a big night of champions or anything. Right. I mean, well, not that's, only that. The other thing too is not only that. I mean, scale back some of your pre-show matches, or at least don't go six, seven, eight hours all day with this thing. At least, I mean, I understand you want to do a two-hour pre-show. Fine, five to seven, that's fine. But don't make it like from three to like eight or nine hours. You know, that just that kills but, you right there. Well, WrestleMania, let me tell you, well, I agree with that, but let me tell you one thing here. You know, for something as big as WrestleMania, yeah. if you're going to have, that show's going to be like three or four hours long. Right. They don't do a pre-show. Yeah. I mean, the, battle, the Battle Royal is what they is what they do with the superstars who are not, in, uh, who are not up, up, or not up on the pillar right now, okay? Yeah, or one is a small check out. Basically, they want to get their feet wet, so to speak. Right, exactly. And like I said, that's what that battle war, that's what that thing has been made for me, regardless of the money in the bank before, when they yeah. first started at WrestleMania, or this thing right now. It's WrestleMania 30 when the yeah. battle war was introduced. They but put your guys in there to let them show their talent. This will give WWE a good soundboard to look at the okay, who can we still use and who should be as a dub anybody, they should you know use this as a soundboard. That's basically what this the, the should be about. And then if, if they if they don't see if, if they see some of their guys who have been there a while can still cut it, then okay, then their job is safe. But if half of them cannot cannot do it anymore, or or those who haven't been there in a long time who just but they asked to come in and kept help filling the void here and there. Mm-hmm. They can't do it anymore. They just won't ask them to do it or just cut some people loose. I mean, the thing about that they got to, like I said, put yourself, put a few, put several more title matches in there than than what you're used to seeing. Okay, don't litter it. Don't litter it with title matches. Grant you that. Put some good caliber stuff in there. I mean, you got Goldberg and Brock one more time. I mean, and this time the stage is a little bit bigger than it was when it was at MSG back in '04. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. now returned to the line. So hey, I I just want to call back in and uh, give you my raw predicting. Uh, okay, that's fine. I know you probably had something else to catch up on. That's yeah, yeah. I okay, know. we'll get to the trivia in a couple weeks with Chad and you. But uh, go ahead, give us your yeah. raw rating prediction for tonight, uh, Green Bay. It's going to be 2.1 in the main event, probably. And it's not going to be a main event. It's going to be a talk with uh, Goldberg challenge and accepted a challenge of uh, Brock right. Lesnar okay. at WrestleMania. All right. We'll catch up with you then uh, uh, yeah. later on. I'll catch up with you later on tonight then. Okay. All right. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, Ponzi cannot stay on the line due to a prior obligation. That's understandable, but uh, he will be back with us hopefully next week, however. So there you go. Okay, uh, Chad, please go ahead and continue now what you were going to say. Right. And also, put put matches in there that you know that people will want to see. I mean, add a little bit more action to it. Mm-hmm. Don't, just, don't, don't just, you know, just, you know, let it, you know, let it seep and all that here and there. If you give them something that they would maybe make the, like the big titles, make them last about like an hour or so. I mean, mm-hmm. give them something, you know, to really, you know, to get off their seats, lean against the rail, or lean on, lean on each other and all that stuff, and say, oh, man, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. They, this is what they did, you know, uh, you know, you know, back in the back in the days of the Attitude Era. Even some, you know, around the time that Hogan was still reigning supreme, mm-hmm. the WWE, WWF, or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, but that just, but like I said, that. But you need to, like I said, hype it up a little bit more because if you don't, like I said, WrestleMania, as great as it is, and don't get me wrong, it is great. Yes. It is not going to mm-hmm. stick around for a very long time. It may not survive, be able to survive to reach 40 if, if they don't do something and do something a little bit better, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I would agree. And they, and they have to this year. I mean, this, I mean, you think about it, this is the year. I mean, it's 2017. WrestleMania has been around for about 30-plus years. I mean, last year you had an okay – I mean, it wasn't bad last year. Don't get me wrong. Last year's show was good in doses. But this year, however, being in Orlando – I mean, the last time they were in Orlando, however, I mean, they were pretty good. However, we all saw, of course, Shawn Michaels and uh, Ric Flair. We saw Edge and The Undertaker, of course. We'll see what happens this time, of course. Uh, speaking of uh, the big show, however, of course, he took on Money Mayweather. He will be taking on Shaquille O'Neal. To me, that match just, I wish they they might move that to the pre-show. If they're smart, they should move it to the pre-show rather than have it on the actual event itself. But to me, it's one of those matches like, of course, the mixed tag match. I'm just not excited for it. And, of course, everyone's saying, oh, there's still some prizes coming. There's some uh, uh, plot twist here and there. How in the next couple weeks I could build up this thing. To me, I'm just not excited about this match. I'm not either. And like I said, I've always been excited mm-hmm. since you know, at a WrestleMania. I've always been excited seeing, you know, the ladies compete at WrestleMania. But I am not excited. But the, the thing about it is, as as surprising as this is, you know, I am I am I am not thrilled seeing something like this of this caliber. I mean, a mixed tag, yes, always a very historical matchup because we all know this, 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 of how that works out and all because we saw the very first one happen, you know, almost 30 years ago, um, and that one right there blew the roof off everything. But like I said, you want if you're going to do something, you need to put together those who. Might, it might that might make a little bit more of a might make a little bit more of a difference, and you know if you're going to if you're going to do like, you know this is supposedly power couple versus power couple. I mean oh. you don't put Miz and Maurice in because Maurice hasn't wrestled for like you said five or six years. Mm-hmm. You don't want yeah. to put her in there if she's not really ready. Oh. Yeah. she's got probably got so much rust on her, man. She make the, she'll make the uh, the the ten the ten man ten man rot out. Exactly. exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, that's that, that's what you, you don't want that to happen. Right. You want you want, want to have something. But if you're going to do something like that, you know, if Triple H was not already obligated, you know, that this thing happens with Rollins. Right. I would, you know, put Cena and Nikki against Triple H and Stephanie. I mean, I would have rather seen that 
I'd rather see that than see see Cena and Nikki versus Miz and Maurice. Or I would have like we've talked about so much in the past year, year and a half though. If they were smart and John backed me up on this, and I think everyone else would too, they could have done something. I mean, if they wanted to this year after what happened, what was it two years ago? They could have capitalized and continued to build up the Rock Rousey thing versus Hunter and Stephanie. Instead, they kind of whiffed on that because now Hunter's tied up with Rollins, and that's going to be put on the back burner, and everyone forgot all about that whole thing. I, I, and again, I, I agree with you 110. I, I agree with you 110 percent. <laughs> what what I think they're coming to now is at a point here they're running out of ideas. That's mm-hmm. basically it. They're running out of ideas. They, they, they don't know what else they're going to be able to do, and they're just actually piecing things together to make it to make it, make it seem like you know, you know, a big uh, make it seem like you know. Uh, uh, a will be a, supposed to be a real big encounter. I mean, people are already keep in mind a year in advance. They're already buying the WrestleMania tickets and all that. They're going to expect a big time show. If we don't, if we do not deliver, mm-hmm. then the interest is going to fall so far down. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to pick it up again. Sure. I mean, sure. exactly. And it's talking about the grandest stage, man. Yeah, and you're in you're in front of eighty, eighty five thousand people like you are gonna be in Orlando. You better find a way to do something about it. I was looking at some of I was looking at some of the dates, however, for uh, after Fastlane. Obviously of course we know WrestleMania is coming up not far away. It is exactly on April the third. Excuse me. Yeah, I think it is April the third. Yeah, no, second. April throws raw, my mistake. And then right after that, payback will be at the end of April. It will be held at the SAP Center in San Jose, California. So there you go. Those are your next, uh, after uh, this, those are really the next three pay-per-view dates they already have set in stone. I didn't say anything about what they're going to do for May. We know Money in the Bank's going to be in St. Louis for SmackDown. Uh, of course, I'm sure... Uh, Unless it's July, but I know I think it's in May. SmackDown will have their pay-per-view turn again in the calendar campaign. But Raw really has two of the next. I mean, really two of the next three. I wouldn't say all three because they're tied with SmackDown for me. But really, out of the next three, they kind of have two of the next three shows in their favor going into uh, the spring. Your thoughts about this? Well, let me tell you something. It's like I said before. The pay-per-views leading up, starting with Royal Rumble, going on through into WrestleMania. Both rosters, both Raw and SmackDown rosters, need to definitely keep it up as best they possibly can. They need, like I said, because like I said before, this is their opportunity. Now, this is the time of year where you have to have your A game up. You really, you, you have to be in your top top form. You have to, like I said, be, be one of those that has to get noticed. But if you don't get noticed, you know, if you're involved with WWE, of course, that mentality, if you don't get noticed, you, know, you fall to the wayside and they put you in some they put you in something else and you're not and you're not looked at at all, you know, except for maybe a few seconds or so. So you need like I said, I mean I mean keep in mind here, fast lane coming up here, elimination chamber already happened. Fast lane coming up here uh this weekend. Uh, like I said, those like those that that is what they, is what I heard Jim Ross say one time. That's, okay. in class. That's exactly oh, no. what they want. That's no, exactly no, what they want to have to do. What is that, John? Is that you? Sorry. That's okay. What were you saying? Now go ahead. But, Dad. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, for a minute there, I thought there was a baby on. Yeah. Anyway. Like uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, like I said. 
they need to make sure that they stay healthy. They need to make sure that they stay in rare form. They need to make sure that they, you know, that you know that the fans are still wooing them and all and all that stuff. So that way, you know, they don't lose a spot in. They don't spot, spot my spot like or your dog's spot or anybody's spot for that matter. Well, right, exactly. exactly. Because, like I said, they're gonna if, if you falter like one or, once or twice, yeah. you know you're gonna you're gonna fall, fall down the chain. You're gonna be down there at the bottom, and somebody else who some people say may not deserve it, they're gonna they put them there. Yeah. And you know, watch what, ha- what what watch the whole thing explode right there in front of their face. As a oh man, we should have kept them right there. But hey, it's too late. You made the move. So right. you've got to be absolutely certain that, like I said, Royal Rumble. They were in great shape for that. Elimination Chamber, they performed big time on that. I mean, we saw the match that took place there. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had Fastlane coming up this weekend. We see what happened. Goldberg the only thing about the Elimination Chamber that they came out with, obviously, of course, is on the SmackDown side, How and it's not anything. Well, it kind of is in a way, and Michelle and I have talked about it, and Gerard and you and John and all of us have talked about it, is that Naomi was deserving of the woman's title. She did defeat Alexa Bliss, and then all of a sudden, gone like that. I mean, no pun intended. I mean, it's an unfortunate injury. She says she could be back or after Mania, but being gone a month or two, however, I mean, and to have the title uh, surrendered to her, basically, and give it back to Alexa Bliss. I mean, just like Charlotte, however, I did not get that, but I understand where they were going with it. Personally, I think they could have gone with Becky Lynch, or at least had some type of tournament to decide the new champion that said they got too panicky, and they said, okay, Alexa Bliss, we're going to give it right back to you, Howard, like you never lost it in the first place. To me, that was just a, just a slap in the face, I feel. Certainly. And, of course, i got to say this one quick thing here. If you also notice this trend, you'll get what I'm saying here when I say this. Sure. WWE loves blondes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you see that mentality. That's, that, that's, that, that's it right there. Keep in mind, Charlotte goes sucking up to the WWE brass. What happens? She stays in the hunt for the belt, which is she does not deserve to. Well, she's already lost it. How many times already? About four or five times? Yeah, four or five times on Raw, but on pay-per-view, she has that perfect record, that spotless record. Well, well, still, I mean, just just because of that, I mean, that still doesn't make you. I mean, you, you, mean, mean, you, you, you get noticed, but, right? Yeah. But, but you're not, but you're not in the upper echelon. Yeah, she hasn't been here long enough to deserve that that yeah, honor. Right. Well, well, I agree with you. Yes, great superstar, and she's learned from the best in her father. But because she's not up in that echelon yet, she hasn't yeah. established that yet, as far as I'm concerned. Then on the other side of the coin, SmackDown. Yeah. You got Alexa Bliss. And think about it. Keep, keep in mind what happened. All they did was they wanted to keep people entertained. That's why they all. That's why they decided to have a match between Alexa Bliss and how how she squeezed her name, how she squeezed herself into that. But her and Becky Lynch and all that. They wanted to do this that way. They would have something to show to the fans. You mm-hmm. know, because think about this. Keep in mind about the most sorriest title thing that I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember this? You know, you're talking about, talking about WCW 1999, Ric Flair hands his son David the U.S. belt. That is the most sorriest thing that I, I have agree. ever That's one of the prestigious belts in the history of this business, and it's just simply handed, handed uh-huh. to somebody. Because he didn't, that's a, that, WCW, I think that was like the second, kind of like the Intercontinental title is, to the world title in WWE. The and U.S. was second in the title. Right, and the other thing that I was really sorry too, and I've said this many times before, and we've seen it on DVD, and I'm sure all of us watched it on the network, who has the network, who doesn't have the network, but if they watched it on DVD, is 
I mean, this wasn't non This is again non wrestling related, but the biggest sorry excuse they ever did, and the reason one of the things that WCW went out of business is because they had people like David Arquette step all over them. And case in point, when WCW gave David Arquette that world's title that night on Thunder back in 2000, to me that was even more of a slap in the face than anything. Well, of course it did. And the thing about it is, is that also they were trying to further promote a movie. And that bomb. The process they put a wrestling, I'm sorry, a wrestling promotion like that puts their main title on the lead actor of a movie that kind of, that just just so happens to involve several WCW guys and all that. So that's the payoff. Okay, we'll do this movie. You can include our guys in it, but we, but, but our main star has to come on your show. And he has to wrestle and, and, and actually hold on to your belt for a while. I mean, that was probably the sort of thing that they, that they did back in, back in the day, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. that was the sorriest thing. That right there and the David Flair thing were the two most sorriest things I've ever saw in WCW. Yep. Other, than that, other than that, there were so many great moments that overshadowed that, thank God. Uh, but, of course, the, another one, of course, obviously was when Goldberg got screwed right before WCW went off the air. Yeah, 100%. with uh, Sarge and everything. Yeah, right there with the match him and Sarge. I guess we were in battle. A fan actually, the same one that he signed an autograph for before that match took place. They sprayed Goldberg in the face or something, mm-hmm. and that's how he he lost the match and he let, had to leave WCW. Yeah. But the thing about but, but the thing about is getting back to what we we're talking about here before. That's the same mentality mm-hmm. that they're doing now, and and the thing about it is, is like I said before, WWE likes blondes, and think about this, for Raw, it's Charlotte, and for SmackDown, it's Alexa Bliss, and think about it, I noticed the same freaking mentality, and even both have groupies, mm-hmm. or they say protege, but groupies, I mean, Charlotte has Dana Brooke, for crying out loud, Alexa Bliss, from time to time, will have a great superstar in her own right, and Mickey James, why Mickey James is kissing her high in I have no idea, Mickey yeah. James I gotta take a phone call, guys. Oh, you do? Okay. okay, do, okay. do you have time? Do you have time to, to get your rating in real quick, though, John? I'll be back. But I'll be back. Oh, okay, he'll be back. Okay. Well. Okay. But, but I know what you're saying, the chat, and I'm looking here, talking about ready to rumble, and like I said, it was pretty bad. And everything. The thing that I laugh at is, and we talked how bad that movie was, and it was bad. Cause I remember seeing it in the theater. I'm looking at the figures here. It came out like three days before, or like around April 2000. This was about the time, like I said, a few weeks before. Arquette won the title, but the thing is, when I look at it, though, the movie was on a budget of $24 million. $24 million Warner Brothers paid to make this movie. And it, what did it come out to making? $12.5 million. That's sad. That's beyond it is, sad. It is sad. And it's also to even kind of hype it up to David Arquette appeared on Mad TV, you know, mm-hmm. dressed up as a Me- I'm sure you've seen this clip, too, yeah. uh, of him dressed up like a Mexican wrestler and had two of the Mad TV guys do the same thing. Also, here yeah, comes, well, Sassel's one, I remember, and I forget the other one. who I think it was Mike McCall was there. But, yeah, you had all the WCW guys go on the talk shows like Conan, Letterman, uh, Leno. Okay, Leno. And you had guys like Goldberg, Sting, Ray Jr., DDP, all those guys, Sid. And at the same time, how are they said, oh, it was real fun making this movie, however, because of our lives or anything, but we... I mean, you look at the guy who else was in that movie besides Arcade you had, Jimmy Conn's son, who really, I'm sorry, I mean, he was good in the Oceans trilogy, but as a comedic sidekick to, like, David Arcade, how is his best friend? I mean, that was, he was terrible. Oliver Platt, he's a pretty good, decent actor, and said he was roped into being a washed-up uh, wrestler, Jimmy the King. I mean, I'm sorry. 
terrible, terrible, right, terrible exactly. movie. I mean, I don't know which one was worse, Ready to Rumble or that movie Beyond the Mat. Actually, Beyond the Mat, I would say, was bad because you think about it, you had Mick Foley, Terry Funk, The Rock, a lot of bigger names in that movie because all the thing was Ready to Rumble was under WCW's banner. The reason why they got into WCW, Warner Bros. approached WCW about it because I don't think they would have wanted to go into WWE because WWE at the time, yes, some people had some questions about the whole make rock match from uh, the I Quit match, but at the same time, you got to talk to three guys who have had personal lives outside of wrestling that have either had their lives either changed for the better or changed for the worse. I mean, these guys, some of them are still wrestling, some of them are not wrestling anymore, case in point like Jake the Snake, but you at least heard the story of what happened to Jake the snake's life, and it's been tragic, and we've all known about his history. Terry Funk, I mean, we've known he's been in and out of wrestling for 35, 40 years. Mick Foley's been there 15, 20 years, but considering what Mick and Terry and Jake have been through, I think it was more of a serious side than it was a comedy. I mean, there were maybe one, actually there was not that many funny moments about it, but plus, you also not only had those guys on there, you had other big names in there that included surprise names like, uh, like Vince, you had Austin on there. You had um, guys like Jim Cornette talk about it. JR was on there. Draws was on there. Shane. And at the same time, whereas in Ready to Rumble, you have more WCW. And it was like I said, I'm looking at the picture right now. I mean, I don't know who's putting these, or Ken Con in a headlock, but it says, uh, the tagline for the poster was, they're headed for the big time, face first. Well, guess what? They were headed for the big time. And face first, they basically fell on their face. Because not only that, you had uh, David Arquette's other brother, Louis Arquette, in the movie, however, who turned out to be, I believe that was uh, Alexis Arquette, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's who it was. I'm just going to double-check my notes here to be sure. Um, no, uh, Louis Arquette was, um, like I said, um, I think it was his, Maybe it was his brother. I mean, because I know David Arquette had a couple of brothers. I mean, I know he has a sister, Patricia, but Lewis Arquette was, uh, I guess, um, Jimmy King's uh, dad. Yeah, it was Jimmy King's dad in the movie. So you had him as his dad in the movie, or his, like uncle or whatever, play a part in that movie. But as far as wrestlers go, like I said, you had, like, the WCW guys I mentioned, other guys included Chris Kenyon, who was a stunt double for Oliver Platt. Uh, you had Shane Helms, you had John Cena, surprisingly, a non-credit camera, which no, no one knew about that. But then also you had other guys like Mean Gene, Tony Schiavone, Mike Tenay, Charles Robinson, Billy Silverman, of course, the Nitro Cross. And like I said, it turned out to be a big bomb. Big time. Yeah. Oh, and joining us right now, Spinowitz, and she's ready to cut loose with some bombs of her own, if you will. And I know she's ready to talk about oh, it right boy. now. Is the first lady of professional wrestling, if you will. One host of the Madness Kingdom, if you will. She is also one half of the best six-woman tag team championships, if you will. Here she is, Michelle Lindodds, ready to talk about some TNA, including Drew McIntyre and the Hardys, among others. So, Michelle, the stage is all yours. Good to have you on with us today. Hello. Hello. We got Chad, we got John and myself, however, Fonzie unfortunately had to go. He had a power obligation, but he told me to tell you earlier hello. So I know you have a lot to talk about this whole McIntyre Hardy's thing, however, among others. So please uh, give us uh, your opinion here. Um, well, it's sadly unfortunate. Yes. Uh, Drew McIntyre is good talent and I thought that TNA was taking him to the level that he needed to be at mm-hmm. um, I think they're making a really wrong decision mm-hmm. on uh, letting him go 
basically they could have stopped him, prevented it, whatever. Yes. So. <laughs> but they didn't. Right. Right. Um, what about uh, the story today, and I mentioned to Chad, we were just talking about some of the women in the past, too. Uh, Beth Phoenix was announced earlier this afternoon going into the Hall of Fame, and they'll announce it tonight. What's your take about Beth Phoenix going in? Uh, Beth Phoenix, in my eyes, has always been phenomenal, phenomenal woman's competitor. Yes. Uh, the true Glamazon, uh, true class act. I think she's always been great in everything she's done in WWE, and I think it's well-deserved. Mm-hmm, certainly. Well, getting back to the Hardys and uh, McIntyre for a minute, and I asked Chad this question in Fonzie, too, and I'm going to ask you, do you think right now, if you're WWE, you would want to contact all three of them about coming back, possibly? Um, I mean, wisely, yes, but my fear is now if the Hardy boys walk, mm-hmm. that TNA really will go to shit. Yes. Um. Only. Unless they bring Jeff Jarrett into it, like the word, you know, the rumor or whatever has been, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they bring him back to run it or whatever, then, you know, it might stand a chance of getting better. But without the Hardys, it's it's going to go to shit. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly. In my enough. opinion. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would agree. No question about it. Right now, the Hardys, right now, yeah. the Hardys are the only thing that keeps stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Well, like I said, apparently it says Jeff Jarrett promises change and discusses his role, whether he'll be appearing on television or not, of course. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Of course, they're starting the new set of tapings, I believe, tomorrow or Wednesday night down there at the Universal Studios there in Orlando, Florida. Uh, Mania, of course, is less than a month away. We did talk about some of the matches, how are coming up at uh, Mania. The two rumored matches, of course, we've talked about before. One of them we did mention earlier, and we did mention... And it could be apparent that they could be signed. This is the Cena, Nikki, Maurice, uh, Miz match. Another match that could be very interesting that has been early rumored. Michelle, I want to get your thoughts on this one. Uh, the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura against AJ Styles, possibly in Orlando. What do you think about that one? Uh, Nakamura and AJ in the past matches have been freaking like it doesn't hold a candle to any match in WWE. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Uh, I think they put on one hell of a show together, mm-hmm. um, you know, as well as, like, Owens and Sami Zayn, yeah. and, you know, there's a few others or whatever, but Nakamura is phenomenal in his own, in many ways, as AJ Styles. I mean, they don't call him the phenomenal AJ Styles for nothing, but it's always a great match between the two, and I would love to see it again. Mm-hmm, certainly. Well, another one that we're talking about, obviously, in your favorite and our favorite, however, is the architect Seth Rollins, who's coming back to Raw tonight. Chad and I had a real good discussion about this before he came on the line today. Uh, right now, it looks like the plan is still planning to be Rollins and Hunter at WrestleMania. Right now, however, if you're the WWE right now, do you think that this match is still a go at this point, however, even though there are still some questions about Rollins returning a little prematurely? Uh, my fear is that I don't want Rollins to return just because he's gung-ho to wrestle yeah. and continue the feud between him and Hunter yes. because I, I don't want him to prolong that injury to the point where it's going to put him out for good. And and he needs to take that into consideration as well as the trainers do too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, WWE cannot afford to lose Seth Rollins, period. They can't. It, it just can't happen. Oh, I would agree. So he needs to think – he needs – to look at it a little logistically, say, you know, my my well-being comes first, 
you know, because if you put him against Hunter, you know Samoa Joe's going to interfere. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. So you know he's going to interfere. Sorry, I I got off track. That's okay. Um, Don't worry about it. And you know, his intentions are. Uh, of what everybody else has been saying, that Seth Rollins was reckless on a reckless streak, to said the other, blah, blah. Samoa Joe is now. Yes, certainly. Because, um, and I, and, and uh, John, myself, and Chad, and Fonzie for a little bit, and reading Fonzie's opinion, I'm sure maybe this Sunday he'll call him, but uh, I fear what's going to happen to Sammy this Sunday against Joe, because I think Joe's going to be out there to hurt somebody, hurt somebody bad. We've seen what he's done the last couple of weeks to Sammy, and I fear Sammy's going to be really in for a world of trouble well, coming up I Sunday. Mean, not only him, but Kevin, look at Kevin Owens. Now Kevin Owens is getting on that destructive path, you know, attacking Jericho again. Yeah, in Germany in over the weekend, yes. Time. Yeah, this past weekend. You know, yeah. So it's like, you know, what the hell is Hunter thinking? Like, let's make these dudes legit, but let's yeah. not make them, you know, like authors are pain destroyers, you know. Right. Um, sure. Let's make the feuds legit. Let's not make them, you know, oh, I'm the big badass of, you know, WWE, because I'm part of, um, you know, Hunter's little clique, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it's, it's reflecting upon where and what it's going towards. And that's just the wrong answer right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Evolution, Evolution wasn't a destructive group. No. They came, they saw, they kicked ass, they left and went, you know, and did it again. It's, you know, eat, sleep, conquer, repeat, Brock Lesnar. Same idea. <clears throat> Let me ask you one thing about Brock, speaking of which, Howard, and I did mention this about the main event, Howard, and I know maybe this Sunday you'll explain it further to us, Howard, when we go with episode 300 for Revolution. Does Brock show up Sunday night, however, at Fastlane? And if so, in what capacity do you see him? Um, well, I'm a little disgusted with a lot of shit that I've been reading about, that people have been saying about Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I heard some, I've heard I've heard some stuff about that too. I've been reading a little bit of that too offline too. Yes. So he retired from UFC. Leave the man alone. Just mm. leave him the hell alone. It's his decision. It's his choice. It's yes. his life. It's his career. Right. You know, maybe he's to the point in time of his life where he wants to back off a little bit. You know, do a little bit more with WWE. Cut UFC out. Have time with his family and everything. People don't take into consideration of this that these people are on the road 300 and some days a year. Yes, definitely. It's I've like said that. I've said that you, too many you, times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you want to attack Brock because in your eyes Brock is the asshole that everybody hates and mm-hmm. you know blah 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 mm-hmm. and all that. But you're not reflecting upon what's best for storyline right now, basically mm-hmm. in WWE. No one's no one's really focusing on that. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, Brock's a part timer, Goldberg's a part timer, uh, John Cena's a part timer. None of them should hold the titles. Blah blah blah. Bullshit. How many times in the past has a lot of part timers, you know, uh, especially coming back off of injury and retaining the belts or whatever, they've been part time because <laughs> Vince McMahon doesn't want to put them on the card for the show. So how can you blame them for being part-timers when, one, they don't <coughs> – sorry. They don't put them on the card, and two, um, they don't put them on the card, and two, 
their their persona that they're putting out there for all these people is making them, you know, go toward more toward lean more towards the hate side. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, you don't like somebody, but hate's a strong word. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I think that if you are a WWE fan, regardless, you support them no matter what. Right. As far as Brock Lesnar goes and what to expect from him, uh, he is, you know, the beast incarnate. He he is uncomfortable. He is obviously pissed off and angry from his uh, interview last week. I I don't, I won't be surprised if anything that man pulls out of his arsenal, not one bit. Okay. And one last question before we get everyone's raw rating here is we're going to wrap it up here in a few minutes. Uh, Finn Bauer is due back very soon. What role do you see Finn going into heading into Mania and beyond? Okay, I'm a little confused as to what they're going to do with Finn because Finn showed up at the house show or whatever mm-hmm. uh, for Nakamura's birthday, the the one before his birthday. Mm-hmm. And it made it seem like... <clears throat> Finn Balor wants his NXT title back, and he wants to go after Bobby Roode. Right. But not only that, it, it's making it seem like he'll go through Nakamura if Nakamura gets it back, too, if he has to. So I'm not really sure where they're going with Na- um, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. But if and when he returns to WWE, it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, Finn Balor's been very much missed, but my worries is that obviously they're focusing on him with NXT right now after after seeing that footage. Where are they gonna go with it? Are they gonna give him the WWE time he wants? Are they you know, are they gonna make him part time? Is he gonna be back and forth? That's my worry. Mm-hmm. Certainly. It's where well, they're really gonna put it. Yeah. No question, I would agree. Well, we'll definitely be watching this very carefully, no question about it. And as we said, folks, this Sunday promised to be a very exciting show with episode 300. Of course, next Monday, folks, is going to be even more exciting. We'll be talking more about WrestleMania. We'll be also having a very special guest, Mr. Sonny Ono, formerly of WCW, and of sharing some stories with us here in the second hour. And before we wrap it up for the night, however, we're going to give you our raw ratings and predictions. So with that being said, let us turn it over to the first lady, however, Michelle Lindotz, who gives us our raw rating prediction for this week. Michelle, what do you got for us? Um, let's see, Goldberg's on there tonight, right? Correct, and Rollins is too, yes. And there's also talk Ric Flair might even show up too. Oh. As he celebrated a birthday um, just a few days ago too. Well, let's hope and pray that Seth Rollins is going to be reasonable. Yes. In his, um, stating the facts of his injury and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it, I'm, I'm still going to stick with 2.2. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go any higher because Raw has really been struggling. Yeah, the last few wise. weeks. Yes, the last few weeks they have been. Yes, I would agree. Yep. Um, uh, main event, I, yeah. it's either going to be, well, it can't be that. Um <clears throat> Um, I see it, it's going to be Roman Reigns, something with Roman Reigns, probably, main event. If not, it's probably going to be a three-man or six-man tag, okay. something along that line. I'm not really sure. Okay. Okay, that's pretty good. That's good. Okay. Uh, John, let's go to you next. What do you got for us, raw rating and prediction? Uh, I think Samoa Joe will have his first another raw match. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Against uh, Roman Reigns. 
All right. And uh, my oh. ring would be 2.4. Okay, 2.4. Chad, what about you? Uh, <clears throat> make it faster. Um, I think you're going to have a big time in a one more final encounter between Goldberg <laughs> and KO before the match at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it at a rating, keep it a little bit square up in a 2.3. All right. I'm going to go. One more thing. What's that? One more thing. One yes, sure. Come fast lane? Yes. Charlotte Flair will have that title back. Come fast lane? I'm going to go against you again. Because if you, if, since you weren't on, Chad, me, and uh, we're talking about this. I mean, yes, she's a great champion, but Michelle, come on. We, it's all who she knows. It's like Alexa Bliss. It's time to let the younger generation, the other half of the generation, to have their fair share. Charlotte has had a nice run for the past year and a half with that belt, and has been a fine champion in the past. But it's time to give someone like Bailey. It's some time to give like I mean I know they're missing the boat on Sasha, which I really think is totally bogus. But it's time to give someone else an Look what they did with Alexa Bliss. To that, I think it was a slap in the face by giving her the title back after Naomi's injury. If Naomi wasn't hurt, Naomi would still be champion right now, I feel. Okay, and yeah, and I agree with you. Because yes. I agree that Naomi got shit on, on the, got the shit in the stick on that, but yeah. as far as Bailey and all them goes and all that, yeah. one, you have to look at it this way. Sure. Um, you know, Charlotte Flair <clears throat> is talent, number one. Yes, number no doubt. Two, Vince McMahon's going to do what the hell Vince McMahon wants to do. Exactly. He's going to put it around whoever's waist he wants to, you know. Right. And right now, I I think that the you know you as you say the younger generation Sasha Banks is a liability because of her knee. Yeah. Bailey, she should she should have stayed in NXT. I'm sorry, she really should have. Yeah, but at the same time, I think they need another face up there on the Raw roster because with Sasha hurt. Now, who else could they trust? Because the only person, and I've said this before to you and Gerard and Chad and everyone else on the line as well as offline, the only person that could challenge her, and I would like to see her challenge Charlotte at some point, then to see how Charlotte can handle herself in her big gap is someone like an Ember Moon or even an Oscar. She tries running her mouth against someone like an Oscar. Oscar will just punch her square down and knock her oh. on her candy ass big time. I you think. know, I, I would love to see Oscar or Ember Moon come up to the main roster. So would I. I, I I'm love. fans of both of them. I love Oscar. I've been a fan of Oscar since day one. She is fantastic in that ring, and she is so good. She has the fan following, and I think she's coming up. I think she will be up at some point. I think she's coming up soon, I think. I really do, because I think what they're going to do, and they're already talking about Ember Moon and her going at it at Mania. If that is the case, Oscar's already broken every record she has in NXT. There's no one else besides maybe Billy Kay and Payne Royce and maybe Nikki Cross in line. Other than that, there's not many people left, however, that Oscar has not been already. If she comes up to one of the main but, rosters now, she'll be up soon enough. Here's a question for you real quick. Sure. Can NXT really afford to pull any of any more of their women off their roster right now, based upon what they have championship material-wise, which right now, nobody can touch Oscar. They, nobody can beat her. That's no. the thing. No, the only so, person, besides Amber, the me, only other... My eyes, Go ahead. I was going to say, you, know, you can't afford to really pull anybody out. 
Right. The only two people that could maybe challenge her for that belt, obviously, is going to be Ember. The only other person that could challenge Asuka, and she did really, I was kind of impressed with what she did in San Antonio, was Nikki Cross. Okay. Other than that, those are the only two I know. That's it. Really. Yeah, Nikki Cross is good, but I I don't really want them to put the belt on her, and I'll just say real quick why, because she's with Fantasy, she's the, you know, she's the whatever, valet for him. You yeah, know, the like head honcho. Um, you know, Maurice is for Miz, blah, blah. Sure. I, I don't think that they could afford to pull her from Sanity right now. Because no, I don't think so. She brings she brings that craziness into that group of the name, you know. I just don't think they can pull her from the roster right now. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Well, we'll see. We're definitely going to see. Uh, another person talking about women, I did hear that could be I don't know what capacity they are trying to bring her in, maybe, and there was some early talk about it. is Kelly Kelly coming back to WWE. Oh, please spare me. Oh, God, spare me. WrestleMania 13. Some oh, type terrible. Yeah, I hear you. Terrible. But he, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I don't know what they're going to do with her because there's, they're, they're talking about bringing a lot of women back for this uh, for this year's WrestleMania. I mean, they're already talking. Already, they got the fatal four-way with Ross set up with Sar- Charlotte, Sasha, Nia, and Bailey. Hella, but for SmackDown, they don't have anything written in stone yet, as far as that end goes. Now, here's my rating prediction. I think they're going to be a two-three as well, but I think tonight, tonight, the main event is going to be, however, something along the lines of like maybe probably Goldberg and KO are talking, and then I think Goldberg and KO are going to brawl because I think Chris Jericho is going to come back and get a little few uh, shots in on. Uh, KO before Sunday. I really do. I think Jericho's a little steamed after what happened a few weeks ago. I mean, we, like you said, they did have a little bit of a brawl in Germany over the weekend at the house shows over there. I think it continues tonight in Green Bay. We're going to have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Alright, well on that note guys, I do want to thank you guys for all coming on the line. I also want to thank Fonzie for coming on the line along with Michelle and of course Chad, of course, ladies what? and gentlemen. Uh, we will be uh, back. getting done with it. We will be back in the same time next week. But also, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night we'll be talking about tomorrow night's Raw. Hopefully, Gerard T. Smith will be back with us tomorrow night for Wrestling Revisit, as well as Michelle joining us on Revolution. We have a lot to talk about tomorrow night at the aftermath of tonight's Raw. Of course, we will be also back next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, of course, the big Sunday show coming up, episode number 300. will be a very historic day this coming Sunday, of course, ladies and gentlemen. So it should be a lot of fun. I also want to send out a special... uh, Happy early birthday to my brother-in-law, whose birthday is coming up this week, along with my parents' anniversary this weekend, too. Of course, they've been married since 1971, so happy early anniversary to my mom and dad this coming Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. All in all, it's going to be a good week, guys. Hopefully, everyone's staying warm with the spring just around the corner. I know it's been a little chilly the last couple of days, but spring will be here again soon. Of course, it was really nice last weekend. In fact, I should say on Friday, it was near 80, believe it or not, but hopefully it'll start warming up here in the next few days. Again, I want to thank you all for coming on the line. However, we will be back in the same time, same slot next Monday, of course, with the aftermath of uh, Fastlane. We'll talk about the Fastlane aftermath and early thoughts about Mania. And, of course, don't forget next Monday at 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen, our very special guest, WCW manager, former great Sonny Ono, will be joining us on the line. So it should be a great week coming up here on the TalkShoe Family Network. So reporting live from ringside with the... um, uh, let's just say the human suplex machine along with the first lady of wrestling and Mr. WCW and the heartbreak kid. This is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. John will be taking us out with some music now. We'll talk to you soon and we are going to say have a great night everyone and don't forget also ladies and gentlemen every Monday of course you can check John's Facebook page at johngrossgrohs.com of course he will give you his raw rant however as he does every Monday of course coming up very soon he'll be talking about baseball too so raw and wrestling uh, will be 
uh, wrestling, of course, the post-show post after this one, and baseball talk will start next month. But, of course, every Monday you can check John's Facebook page as well to hear his raw thoughts as well. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great Monday night, everyone, and we'll catch you on the flip side. So long, everyone. All right, what's the, uh, what's the entrance we're going to close out today with? Today we're going to close out, actually, with, I will find it, however, um, I found it. We we're going to play The Entertainer by Billy Joel, believe it or not. So, okay. uh, and I, I just found it, so I'm going to put it on right now, and we'll talk to you soon, guys. Have a good night, everyone. All right. You can do the music today.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.